Hey guys, I'm being sponsored by Anchor. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it could be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Guys, I use it. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, we're back at it again, Attack the Attack 360 Podcast. I'm here with Mr. Spartan, Rick James. What's going on, man? No, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. I am very happy to be here. We have a uh, some very interesting topics that we're going to go over today. This is going to be really awesome. I'm yeah, looking forward to this. We're going to uh, be um, we're going to be talking about self defense weapons, and I'm going to tell you a little something. Okay, the whole reason why. We're talking about self-defense weapons. You got to forgive me. I'm lighting my cigar here right now because I, I need to relax a little bit more. Um, so the only reason why is because I was emailed some questions. And um, you know what? Because of that, I'm going to go ahead and give a little shout out to um, to Chicago. Chicago, for some reason, I got some followers there. All, all there in, in Chi-Town. And I just want to give a little shout out. Say, hey, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Yeah, that's awesome. Man, and I tell you, they, they actually inspired. Because the last conversation that we had, that was about self-defense, right? Honestly, in that place, they could really use a lot of that. Yeah, they could. Help on what to do. Yeah. And so uh, I started talking about, uh, towards the end of the episode, about uh, a carabin knife. Now, that's a carabin knife. I so made it sure looks, it looks like a like a claw, like a tire's claw. A tire's claw, or yeah. uh, or or the uh, the claw on a uh, velociraptor. Yeah. If you you know Jurassic. Yeah. Park. If you watch, yeah. If you see that, and um, so this is actually an I, I believe it's an Indonesian weapon, and what they did was they focused a lot on close combat, slashing, and and uh, puncturing, right, or ripping. Um, so the question was. Let me see here. Let me go to it. That actually it. makes sense. It's actually pretty because cool, I, man. I was watching. I was watching this movie, The Extraction, on Netflix. Oh yeah. And, uh, it's 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 done in Indonesia. It's with uh, Chris Hemsworth. Great movie. The, yes. The the the, uh, the military uh, liaison for that was a is a former uh, D boy Delta Force, um, a friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, they the movie takes place there, and that's what the the opponent that. Uh, uses a few of yeah. those in the whole movie. It's, I mean, it was awesome. It's, it was, that was a good movie. All right, so here we go from Chai Town, right? Um, what are the best type of weapons 
that are easy to carry in your purse or oneself. Okay, so it, I'm glad you asked, right? I'm glad you, you, you mentioned that. So the weapons that I'm going to be talking about today on my end um, are meant to carry like within a purse or on your keychain. Um, you can have it loosely in your hand, uh, especially when you're walking from your uh, car to a place of work or keep it, you know, when you always keep your keys, I always keep my keys with me in my hands when I'm going to go get gas, right? If I'm going to have to go inside to pay, I have my keys on my in my hand because you never know what's going to happen. I, I use my bottle opener like a, almost like a brass knuckle, Yep. right? So that's what I, that's what I do. I keep uh, my keys uh, in between my fingers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, if I don't have my knife with me, if I neglect to take it with me, I put my keys between my fingers so that they're sticking out because I use them right. as you know, yeah. slash and, and stab. Well, it's that's good. That's a good thing. Uh, just have to be bare careful. Minimum. Yeah, it's bare minimum. Just have to be careful not to whatever keys you have inside your hand exactly. don't cut you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, so that's what we're going to be talking about there. Um, also. Uh, which type of weapon should a woman carry to be able to maneuver easily? Okay, we're going to talk about that too yeah, yes, as we well. What type of knives are the ones you train? Are the ones you train? Okay, so if that's like me personally, what type of weapon do I train? And well, I mean, I like I like the carabin knife. Okay, I also like a straight fold, um, just a straight knife. Um, or a folder, regular folder. Um, I like those as well. Um, spring loaded? I'm not really a fan of spring loaded. Oh, okay. All just right. because That's the good. spring and sometimes the clip that holds it out, right, can uh, malfunction. Yep, you're you right. You know what I mean? Rich, that, no, so, right. yeah. so, like, you can, because all it takes is one little chip or whatever on that lever, and then when you stab it, like, it won't even stab, it'll just slide back into. Or it won't, it's it, won't, it, won't, it, won't, it won't extract because there's a little bit of dirt inside. Exactly. And I've had that happen because I've... And I, I like spring-loaded, but this means that you have to do weekly or monthly maintenance on it. Exactly. you got to keep it oiled. you got to look into it. Blow, yeah. Blow the dirt out. Whatever it is. Yep. Um, a folder, right? So I talked about how I have that carabit, right? That's a straight edge right there. This one here um, is actually a... I, carry, I used to carry a lot with me, and it's a folder. It's a small impact... It still has a blade. It's it's only serrated on one end. It still has the knuckle buster. Um, I'm going to be posting pictures of all the weapons I'm talking about uh, on Instagram and on Facebook today or tonight or tomorrow, whatever. Uh, so that way when after the podcast, you guys could see um, the weapons that I'm talking about. Do you have a favorite uh, maker, manufacturer that you like to go with, a favorite brand? Truthfully, I you know, I would be... It's okay to be biased too. I mean, it, yes, yes and no, right? But I'm gonna be biased as hell later when I talk about my <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I, <coughs> I like the Fox Forty. Now, the only thing I don't like about the Fox Forty is not it's not really affordable. I don't know too much about knives besides the so, normal brands that you see all the time. You know? Right. So, so I, the Fox Forty. I'm, I'm gonna have a lot of questions for you. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> the The Fox Forty uh, is a good manufacturer. It's a good company, you know, it's solid base. They actually got with Doug Marqueda, who is an edge specialist. And they actually made the Fox 40 Karabit for him. And 
they they market it right so uh what i like about it it's good it's a good brand Mm -hmm. but it's like 200 and more for a blade when and i know right when i can go ahead and the most i'll spend is a 50 dollars on a blade but uh, you know i maintain everything that i have so for instance i have uh, a straight edge over there that's a damascus blade that i would carry um it was a really good which is really nice you know it's just a small pocket it looks like a pocket knife but it's 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 not a folder um i do have another folder that i bought that's like 30 dollars and I've lost maybe two or three of them, and I'm not crying about <laughs> losing 30 or, you know, 30 bucks. And I would be crying if I lost a knife that was $250, you know what I mean? Yes. So, I mean, heck, sometimes I would carry the hatchet in the truck, the one that I have right here. And um, that right I need, there is... I need to get something like that, because I would. And that is only 50 bucks. You know what I mean? So it's like, what do I want to do? Do I want to carry it? Do I not want to carry it? And then, of course, you maintain, you know, keep it oiled, you got to sharpen it keep it in its case and if you're not going to keep it in its case okay every now and then take it wipe it down with oil and then you're good now when i say oil i mean like almost like um sewing machine oil right like a clear oil not like you know the oil you would put in your truck or or gun oil or gun oil right and it's and you would do the same thing when you're sharpening it and i use a stone i don't like to buy those those little rods that you where you yeah you drag it through right or you do that i don't i don't like those i'd rather get a stone and I start taking my time, and I'm edging my own weapon. Yep. Um, so that's because you know a, a thirty dollar blade, as long as you take care of it, will do the same thing as that two hundred forty dollar blade. Exactly. You know, it's all gonna it's all gonna cut. It is. As long, but it's but it's as long as it gets the job. Yeah. As, but it's about maintenance, you know. And we're gonna talk. I will talk about that on my end too. Yeah. So for sure. All right. Uh, another question. In your opinion, what are the best weapons to carry, or have with you? Well. Okay, so for me, uh, in my opinion, would be uh, a knife, um, a tactical pen. But for me, I think uh, one that I know that I'm not going to get too much in trouble with, and it's still a good weapon, I would say a tactical flashlight. Yes. Because number one, it has really high, it has a real high beam. High uh, L- Yeah, uh, LED lights. Okay. So as soon as you click it, um, it sh- you know it's fucking bright. Disoriented. It, yeah, you get blinded, you get disoriented, and then you know it gives you an opportunity to take off. Or if you do a double click on them, they have the strobe. Yep. And that just automatically you know blinds a person. Yep. I don't I don't like strobe lights. You know sometimes I get headaches if I'm in an area that has a strobe light way too much. You know. Um, yeah, I so, used to have one. I used to have one that would. Uh, it was. Probably in diameter. <clears throat> it was, you know, almost two inches in diameter, or inch and a half in diameter, roughly, right? But I kid you not, I could be 600 feet away, uh-huh. and I could light up from that distance. Really? I mean, it was bright. Yeah, those suckers are bright, man. it wasn't that expensive man. either, yeah. but it, they, they can get bright. And then if you, if you redo your research, you can find some that can withstand a lot of destruction yeah. and, and you can yeah. run over them you can yep. drop them you can use them as a blunt force weapon exactly and some of them have tips on them that you can extract like DNA. yeah surefire used to have them uh with the spike tips yeah so you can push it into your your uh, your threat yeah yep. uh can you name some of the knives that in your opinion would be the easiest to maneuver for a female wow 
This is a good question. It is a good question. Because most people aren't experienced like you are with using edge weapons. Shit, I don't even consider myself that experienced. But I mean, I'm have, good at it. I mean, but you have more knowledge and you have more training yeah. than, than the average Joe like me. Okay, so if I was to recommend for a woman or for a man, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Someone it doesn't matter. Normal, normal person that is not constantly training in this. Okay, so a simple, I would say a simple pocket knife that's a folder. But I would find... I would find the exact same thing that you want to get that is called, and it's actually called an impact blade, okay? Meaning that it's flat on both sides. It's not serrated at all. It doesn't have an edge. It's just flat. It's more of like a training knife, okay? Okay. And the reason for that, the reason why I say, yeah, see, and that's a carbon fiber, but yet it still has an edge to it. Yeah, on so, both sides. On both sides on yours, right? Yeah, and then but, this, I mean, the point is, and the point is works. that's pretty much all that works. But it still hurts. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. the reason why I say a blunt force or a squared edge, mm-hmm. right, is because that way you're able to maneuver it, you're able to practice with it, and if you have someone that you are able to practice with, then uh, when you're working with your partner and you 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 know, you, you know, go to slash them or stab them or whatever, yep. it's not going to do the damage because it's an impactor. And it's a training, and it's, it's a, training a training tool. tool. Right. I mean, yeah, you'll probably bruise your opponent yep. depending on how hard you, you use it. But at the same time, it's like, okay, you're not trying to hurt your opponent or your partner, but you're training with that, that impact blade, that trainer blade. And then once you feel comfortable enough, then you go into the whole sharp edge razor blade or sharp edge blade that you would carry in your pocket or whatever. So you say you're saying that a folding blade would be better than having one that just pulling out of a sheath. I mean, what if the they're 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 not trained? Their threat is imminent. If, they, it depends on how you carry. It. I mean, think about it. Okay, so it was for a female, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, is she going to carry a straight edge attached to her belt? No, definitely not. I mean, it's maybe, always going to be in the purse. Maybe not, right. Okay. Depends could, on the, the If laws. she's wearing jeans, she could have a you know pocket knife, which will be a folder. And if yep. it's going to be in her purse, it would be a folder, yep. right? Um, but just because you have a folder doesn't mean that a straight edge, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't yeah. mean that it's better than a straight edge. I'm just saying that it's more convenient for someone to carry because you could put it in your pocket. I can't put a straight edge... In, no, like that one in a, in a sheath in my pocket. No, it's going to be hanging onto your belt yeah, on the outside. Exactly. exactly yeah. Okay, and I mean at the same time the folders have you know a clip. Yep. Right. So, you if you want to you can clip it onto something. But I you know to maneuver I would say I would say get a folder. Yeah. Okay. Um, of course practice makes perfect, but which weapon in your opinion would be one to start learning with in class that would be easy to learn fast okay so it depends on your class it depends on your instructor so that being said for me um when i was teaching and i had my private lesson i i remember um i had a uh he started with me when he was seven turning eight and then he finished when he was ten but he finished because, you know, they were moving. And um, 
his name was Johnny, little Johnny, I always called him. And I, at the at the end of every every lesson, and he's leaving, I said, "All right, Johnny, be good." Yeah. Johnny, be good, Johnny right? Be good. Um. So, but he was interested in learning weapons. So what we ended up doing was, um, I kept it, I kept it simple with stick fighting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like the Kali sticks or the Excrema sticks that I have up here, mm-hmm. uh, we would work single stick, and then we would work double stick, and. The reason for that is because, again, a weapon is only an extension of your of your arm, your limb, mm-hmm. right? Whatever you hold is just extending a little bit further. So with him, I trained him with the sticks. And then once we went from stick fighting, I said, okay, let's use the rubber uh, practice knives. And then you would do the same motions with the stick, like you would the stick, mm-hmm. right? So that's what we were doing. We were working stick and, and, and you know, back and forth uh, movements, showing how to maneuver certain ways, how to trap and, and engage your opponent, how to disarm your opponent. And then what you would do there is that you would transfer over to the rubber knife. And then in the rubber knife, we're like, okay, you're still, you know, you're hitting certain areas and you're training with your partner and you know that you're slashing or you're stabbing or you're whatever it is you're, you're um, trapping with that blade. Then once you go from the, that stick into the rubber knife, then you go into that metal impacting trainer blade, the heavy one, right? That's an actual weight of a pocket knife or a straight edge. And then you would use that. So it's a progression thing. If anything, I would say um, start off with something small because they do have um, like a Dell rod, right? You got like a, like a closet, like a closet pole, mm-hmm. right? That have that same thickness, but you can get them cut down to where they're like five, six inches, right? And you can hold it in your hand and you can still use that. Yep. And it's still a weapon. It's more of an impact blade, right? Or an impactor. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, it's still good. I mean, shit, I would, if I know that I'm going somewhere, I would carry a small little Dell rod as because I can still use it to where it hurts. I was hurts. actually thinking about uh, going and getting, going and having a couple of cut down and made over at, at you know, hardware store uh-huh. and just making my own. Yeah. Um, I, found, I found a way to make my own uh, extendable double-sided uh, asp. Uh-huh. So I can have them, I can have an asp pop out on both sides and I can use oh, nice. that as well. Um something I've just, I've just been looking into a bunch of different mm-hmm. types of self-defense weapons because I don't want to carry my gun everywhere. No, I don't blame and you. And there's not a, pla- a lot of places, you know, places that you, I go to a restaurant, I can't take a gun in there because they sell alcohol. Right. So I have to respect the laws. Right. So, but I can carry something that, number one, I won't kill someone with, but I'll cause some damage. Right. Like a knife, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'll yeah. possibly, you know, kill someone. I don't want to kill someone, but, um, you know, a big, like I said, big, blunt impact right. object that's enough for me to neutralize and move out then move out right you put down your thread and you take out you yep. take off all right last retreating question retreating is not being a wuss by the way retreating <laughs> is not being scared no it's, it's not it's called a tactical retreat actually I got a, retreating <laughs> i got a story about that that happened this past weekend oh Lord but Jesus. i'm gonna add that to next episode we can carry off for later <laughs> all right good so it's about uh, that that situation and how um, turning the cheek is always better than engaging. 
All right. I, I did that last week on Wednesday did after you? I left here. Really? Uh, I'll tell you that story at that time too. We just I'll have to write it down so we remind each other. Yes, that, and and a matter of fact, let's let's save that for next episode. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll, you'll tell me after yeah. after this one, but you know, we'll yeah. save it for next episode. That'd be great. Okay. Uh, can you post some of the knives that you that you like using on your FB or Instagram? Yes, I can do that. Um, again, I'm gonna give a shout out to Chicago. Uh, Chi Town, <laughs> all right. Chicago, you like guys, it. you guys, take it easy over there, all right. I like that. All right. So I just want to say thank you for uh, sending me those emails. Those are really good questions, and then everything that we're gonna be that I'm gonna be talking about, and also Rick, um, are gonna be things that you guys can carry with you discreetly. Um, and I will be posting everything that uh, I'm talking about, or that we're talking about. Uh, on Instagram and on Facebook. All right, guys. So, um, what else that I was going to mention? I want to say thank you to all the listeners and followers. Again, thank you to Shy uh, Town for all that. Um, at the same time, um, the where I got my dogs at, my girls, my German Shepherds. Um, uh, if you're local here in San Antonio, uh, it's the Farias family. And I want to give a shout out to them. Thank you so much for, um, you know, for my for my girls. They're, you know, um, they're really good. I mean, I, you know, as long as you stay on the training and keep up with them, they're they're awesome. And then, of course, Rick's going to help me uh, do advanced training with them as well. Yep. Um, so the uh, the Farias family uh, just also had another litter uh, about, I want to say, four or five weeks ago because the dogs are roughly around four or five weeks so at the end of the month, they'll be ready. Ready. They'll be ready to, um, you know, to be sold. And 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 if you're interested, uh, send an email. Send me a, a message um, on Facebook or Instagram, uh, or also on attackthattack 360com um, Also with Rick, Rick's gonna be putting out more videos and photos on instagram and facebook i did it on facebook today and okay. i appreciate everybody out there that was letting us know hey he doesn't have a, he didn't have any new uh, training videos up i do apologize there's been uh there's been yeah it was a lot, lot of selfies yeah a lot of personal <laughs> stuff going on recently and i but i put some up actually i will be posting uh i'll be doing a live video tomorrow i hope i need to get a uh, thing for my to hold my phone to do it but i'll be working with uh, one of my dogs uh to uh, tighten up on some of the things that we're learning. And if it's not live, then I'll just do a video and then I'm gonna put it out there. Um, I got some more to post on Instagram tonight. So uh, just keep, be on the lookout, check back in. And guys, don't, don't, don't hesitate to message me on my pages and say, hey, you know, whatever questions or hey, can you post uh, some other training videos? Now mind you, I will post videos of the beginning, starting phase of right. certain training techniques. Obviously, I'm not going to put everything out there. Right. Sometimes a lot of it um, will can can be done improperly without the proper uh, guidance of a of a trainer there with you. Um, so I've got uh, I, I will post some more stuff, but please, you know, like some of y'all did already on attack the attack. Uh, yeah, 360 and sending messages. Please feel free to send me messages as well. Uh, it, 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 my brain can remember things that happened 20 years ago, and then things that I said last week or did last week, and I forget. So <laughs> TBI is a B. So 
so I do apologize. All right. All right. So let's get to this, right? Let's do it. I'm ready for this. I, I'm really excited to hear and learn from you about this stuff. Uh-huh. Because I'm not... I'm not well versed when it comes to a lot of these things and what you do. Okay. Um, so I would, I'm actually thinking about well, just being in your class when we do this workshop and actually <laughs> jumping in with on one of yours one day so that I can learn. And then you bring you have your dogs and you come and sit. And exactly for sure, definitely. You know, it's uh, we're here to work together, bro. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is what um, this is what we're going to start off with: best self-defense weapons uh, for women. Okay, uh, because a lot of these emails, I got this, these emails, you know, um, right after the last episode. So this is what we're going to go with. Um, number one, uh, it's called a personal keychain alarm. Now, what I like about it, it looks like a car alarm. Okay, of course, you can get them in multiple colors. You can buy it on Am- everything that I'm going to mention. You can buy it on Amazon or you can find it online by its name and then order it. Okay, and they're reasonable. You're looking at, you know, between ten to twenty dollars or fifteen, uh, or twenty-five dollars, right? So it's like, you know, it's really, really uh, reasonable. All right. So this first one is again, it's a personal keychain alarm. Uh, it's small. Uh, you can buy them online again for like ten, fifteen bucks. Uh, they put a loud, high pitch sound. So. For instance, if your attacker's coming at you, and of course you got your keys in your hand, right? Mm-hmm. Be aware, always have your keys in your hand whenever you're walking to your car. Mm-hmm. I've said this multiple times, yep. right? Um, so you can have it on your keys, or you can have it separately from your keys, and then you hit that that uh, that keychain, and what it does, it, it creates this loud, high-pitched noise to where either one, it distracts your attacker, or two, it also alerts other people around you. And at the same time, you could take off running with it. Yep. Okay. Um, and it's that distance and between yeah, you you're putting a distance. Yeah, and they, you know, they'll think about it and they take off running. Now that's that's something to where you're able to notice at a good distance. Now, um, if the if they sneak up right up on you, if you're able to get to it and you still push it, it's it still works. But then you have to rely on your training if you took training on actual self-defense okay um hand-to-hand combat but while doing that if you're able to set off that uh, that little keychain alarm then you create that high-pitched noise they're gonna you know either want to try and and take off running or try to continue but it still alerts other people Mm -hmm. and that's what that's that's pretty cool i think that's that's uh a a good little self-defense weapon there all right the next one is a defender ring now, when I read this or saw this, I was really impressed. Um, what it is, it's, it's, it's a little bitty ring. Or it's a ring that would fit whatever finger you want. You can order in, in any size. Again, reasonably cheap. You can get on Amazon or you can go online. And what it has is, it's uh, no, it's fine, man. Do for it. I'm taking notes, guys. Because <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know about this. Defender ring. It's yep. a defender. So it's an actual ring that you can wear. And it has like a little ball at the end of it, right? Like a little globe. Now, what you do is that you unscrew it, and it has a little spike. Yeah. So, what's the, what's good about it, like for guys or girls, if you know you know how to punch properly, and you punch, you're actually going to puncture or stab your attacker. 
girls if you don't feel comfortable punching you just turn your ring on the inside and when you're slapping or grabbing or scratching you can also use it to puncture scratch and and you know collect dna from your attacker that's what's good about that that ring it still prevents it still provides um uh a stabbing a small stabbing uh and when you grab and you pull along the arm it also creates like a scratch right but not really a scratch it's like a little bit i want to say like like uh, a like a thumbtack like a thumbtack yeah like it just scrape it around your arm that's enough to to, to disorient them a little bit and say ow yeah exactly release an arm right off of you and you can do you know whatever it is the face grab the face or whatever right the neck area um and well, while you do that, it's also collecting the DNA, the blood, the skin. And then if they were able to get, if you know, they get away uh, and you got help and, you know, cops are there with you, you give them the ring and say, I have his DNA. It was on here. So that's a good little self-defense tool. I, and I'm really, uh, I really like that. That's actually pretty cool. That is, that is really cool. Um, now, I was laughing at this one, but I actually saw, I actually, when I saw it, I was like, I'm pretty impressed. This is this is pretty cool. Okay, so of course in Texas, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm eager to hear what, what you're about to say now. <laughs> in, in Texas, they you're allowed they they have it to where you're allowed to carry even brass knuckles now. Brass knuckles are legal. Are legal? They are legal. Okay. Uh, you can walk around with a fucking machete around yes, on your you hip or like a sword. Yep. You'd be kind of foolish to do so, but yeah, unless and, unless you're a trained samurai or you're a secret ninja <laughs> that we don't know about. I mean, exactly. So because of the and everyone's familiar with the brass knuckles, right? That's a that's a that's an old old weapon. Well, this is called the cat ear keychain. Now, what it is, it's it looks like a little cat and it has really sharp pointy ears. I've seen this. And the eyes is where you would shove your fingers in, and then you use the ears to punch and stab your opponent. I've seen this. I actually laughed at it when I first saw it. I, I did too. I thought about it. I was like... It's smart. It is. I ain't gonna it's lie. It's smart. pretty smart. Because and it looks like a little kitty on your keychain. Exactly. It looks innocent. It, yes. Yeah. True. You know, you have it on your keychain. It's... I don't want to use the word girly, but it is. But you know, your self-conscious men are going to be like, oh, I'm not going to carry that. You know what? I would carry one. I, I would, I would, no, so uh, would I. <laughs> I'm going to be like, look. I, I like a, kitties. I like, I like kitties. Yeah. <laughs> I like the mushy. So, you Germans will know what we're talking about if you speak German when I say that. I like the mushy. So it's it's you use it like if you would brass knuckles. You put it through your fingers, uh, your pointer finger, and your... It would be what? No, not your. Yeah, it would be your your middle finger. Yeah, your pointer and your, your middle your finger. Your middle finger, yeah. and or, then or you can even you can. But I would probably because when you punch, you only punch with those two knuckles. That's true. Because That's true. if you punch with any other knuckles, you you break your knuck your, your knuckle, right? Exactly. Um. So yeah, you're right. So I would point. I would put them through the pointer and the ring and the middle finger, and then the ears stick out, and you're able to punch or scratch or whatever your opponent. Now the the ears are actually pretty long. I ain't gonna lie. They're like. Almost half an inch to an inch long. Wow. Yeah, so it's 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 a good little weapon, you know? I like that. So the next one would be a ku, kum, kubat, kubatan. It's K-U-B-A-T-O-N, kubatan. And what it is, it looks like a little 
it looks like a little uh, spike, actually. Um, so if you're familiar with, and I've I talked about this, it's a tactical pin that I carry. Uh, one side has a, a point. The other side is a, of course, is the cap. And on, on that one, it's not as sharp, but it's more of an impact, right? And then I can still remove the cap and write with it. Well, with this Kubatan, um, it's like a small stick with a point. And you can still break glass. You can still whatever. You can put it on your keychain. And if you have it in your hand, it's a stabbing weapon. Yep. Right? Yep. I didn't know it was called that. I have one. Or Do I you? had one. It was a, it was a triangle form. Yeah. It was just, it was just, a, it's a spike. Mm-hmm. It's a spike in the, uh, the, the, the outside above the handle is where it turned into a triangle form. Yeah. Because that allows the wound not to uh, heal up. Right. And it allows... It's hard to stitch. Exactly. And it allows more blood flow from the body. Right. Um, so I didn't know it was called that. Yeah. But I... It's made out of the same material. It's made out of the same material as... carbon fiber. Yeah. And I can get them for five bucks. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll get you one. Cool. I'll get you one. Um, so, I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's... it's um, You can use it for self-defense. You can use it... You know, you can attach it to your keys. I was going to say, it has a key ring. Yeah, it has a key ring. Um... Uh, or if you want to put it on your gym bag or whatever, keep it separate, have a little, you know, D-ring connected to it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are small, discrete weapons that you can carry with you, right? Now I'm going to get into a, maybe a little bit bigger of a weapon. Um, and again, the flashlight, the tactical flashlight, mm-hmm. you know, like I was uh, answering those questions. Um, I like it because, you know, it has a sharp LED light. Um, it's bright. Uh, you can, you know, as soon as you shine it, shine it at the eyes, they get disorient, disoriented, and then you can take off running. It has also the other feature. Some of them have another feature where you double click and it does a strobe, mm-hmm. um, which also blinds your opponent uh, enough for you to take off running. And uh, especially when you're walking in a dark area to your car, you could fuck it, just turn on the light. So what if you have a flashlight? I was just about to say. You know I what? was going to say that would be perfect because. The the the, the, uh, the threat is not going to want their face to be seen. No, first and foremost, because they want to surprise. They want to surprise you, so, so they're hiding ab- around something, and you're, and you're scanning. Yeah, you're just they're scanning. Gonna be, they're going to be thinking twice. Yeah, yep, for sure. So I mean, that's a. I would go with that. You know what? I I like carrying the flashlight, mm-hmm. especially when it has, uh, like a little crown, like a king's crown or a queen's crown at the end of it. Right, because you could still uh, strike and collect DNA from them. Yep. I remember uh, when I was in the military, I actually had a Surefire. When Surefire first became accessible to everybody, and it was dropping down in prices, this was in the uh, early, well, mid two thousand, so two thousand four, two thousand five. Uh-huh. Surefire used to sell them with those crowns, right? Mm-hmm. And it was meant for law enforcement and military. Now civilians could get them as well, but law enforcement. And then the military followed suit. They said, no, this is cruel and unusual punishment because we would use them when we have our weapon out, flashlight underneath. Right. We're scanning. Instead, we get surprised. We can easily push that light without having to shoot them, push the light into their body, twist, and put them down. Right. Well, they said, well, no, that's cruel and unusual punishment. And it's like, 
okay. So, and but they're 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 trying to attack me, and they're like, well, we can't use it anymore. So what are because you supposed to do? Because they actually had spikes on it, and then they they said, all right, we'll blunt down the spikes, right? Make them, we'll make them file them flat. Yeah, file them flat. They're like, no, it still breaks the skin, and it still injures them. So it became non-usable for us in long. Now when you're when you're in the military, you can get away with a little bit more than civilian law enforcement, especially if you're downrange. Right. And but I, I still, I mean, like... I still the, use it. I still it, did. It didn't make any sense. That doesn't yeah. make any sense whatsoever. If you're being attacked and you have your light and you got your gun and you're I scanning the him. area... Exactly. I didn't shoot him. No. Right? But you're that, still taking a man. like, well, no, you, you should have. Like you should have, so it's it's better to shoot someone I, than exactly, it is to. I'm, yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> you're like, well, what if he bled out and he died slowly? Well, he has time to tell me to tell his mom that he loves her. I mean, or, or she has time to say. I mean, I, I, I it gives How me do you time answer? to save them. Yeah, like. I, <sighs> anyway. Anyways, all right, number six uh, on my list, and what I'm going to say is the next one will be pepper spray. Okay. Yes. yes. So. Yes. Depending, depending on the the pepper spray. Now, this I recommend, and I, and I think I think I talked about this on uh, that other episode of the um, of the weapons. With pepper spray, yes, it's hot. It's blinding on the eyes. It's a hot liquid, right? Um, and some of them have a spray. Some of them have a stream. Now, some of them have a foam and a or gel. a foam or a gel, right? Yeah. So, <clears throat> if you um. If you buy one, and it's reasonable, let's just say fifteen to twenty-five dollars, right? Sometimes, yes. sometimes it, it, it could be a little also, bit more. There's All also right. different levels of OC spray, uh, pepper spray, because right. there's level ten, which is law enforcement. Use. Right, you right. Can still buy it. Uh, some people can still buy it, especially if you've been in the military, uh, in law enforcement, or if you are in law enforcement or prior law enforcement. But there's different levels as well. Okay, Most common is going to be. Freaking really low, like really, yeah, yeah. It's something that you probably spritz on your on your taco. <laughs> so, it still so gets the job done. It still gets the job done, but you know what? It's like cutting a serrano pepper and you're rubbing your eye. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's, it's you know it sucks. But what I'm gonna say is this: when it comes to pepper spray, and depending on the type that you buy, and depending on how much it is, I would buy two. Yes. And the reason being is so that way you can take one. You can be in the backyard and you can just, okay, let me see what this has. Let me see the stream. Let me see the spray. Let me see what, you know, and you try it out. You pick a target, you know, like whatever on your fence and you say, okay, let me see if I can hit my, this part of my fence, right? Let me hit that little dot or whatever it is. And if you're able to do that, then okay, great. Then you have the the other one that's not used and you put that in your purse or you have it hanging on your purse because some of them have keychains on them. Um, or on your gym bag or whatever it is that you want to carry. Um, so that's, that, I would recommend buying two. I do have a recommendation for this. Though. Go for it. Um, just because I've dealt with OC sprays, I've been sprayed myself. I've had to uh, when I was right. in the military police. Um, I would, per- I would s- myself personally would go with a stream for one of two reasons. Go ahead. Number one. It gets out a further distance. Two, if you accidentally shoot into the wind, it it's not going to come back to you. A mist, a spray, is going to immediately because you're not going to be cognizant as a, as the uh, law enforcement officer or a person that's trained with these to think about. Oh, the wind's coming at me, and I have a mist. Let me let me switch my di- my let me move my threat to into the wind <laughs> and myself. Wait, you know. 
there's you're not gonna think about that stuff. All no. you're gonna do is go shit and spray. And then now you're blind and they're attacking you and right. doing whatever. A stream, you have a better chance of shooting into the wind and it's still going unless unless you're in Chicago. <laughs> unless you're you in Chicago. Those, you got those windy you're the yeah. windy city, right? Um, then you have to think about these things. So when you're testing as you said, test it out, right? Test it out. I would test it out on a windy day. Make sure the wind isn't blowing into your face. It's blowing left to right or right to left. There you go. And see if that stream breaks and where it breaks and how much distance. And how much distance you got. So you know if you're safe. If you have to, you shoot into the wind. Or put your arm out, shoot into the wind, and make sure you're away from the back blast. Right. Right. So things to think about because I'm not going to lie. I've known some guys that have done it in enclosed <laughs> spaces. They're like... They they literally did. I had I had young young soldiers that did it in enclosed areas. Yeah. And didn't realize that, you know, just because you shoot it at your at your, your threat, well, you're in an enclosed area, you're gonna be affected too. Right. And their their eyes are red, they're crying and they're 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 screaming and I'm like, <laughs> we have to go in and apprehend the subjects for them and meanwhile we're like, No, come out of the enclosed area for yeah, get out. Get outside. I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get injured too. Right. I need to be able to stay on my toes. But we're also trained as well too get sprayed and still handle our threat so and most people are not just about everybody's not going to be trained yeah they're not yeah they're not going to train that so like i said get two of them practice with one and then go from there all different scenarios right all All different different scenarios scenarios. exactly all right so the next one and rick could also you know i know he's going to shed shed a lot of light on this one um a stun gun now there's different types of stun guns yes there's the ones that have the little prongs that the shoot the electricity between back and forth which and is then, most likely what you're going to get which is most likely right you're not going to be able to get the one that's like a handgun the, that shoots the prongs yeah well i mean right? you can you but you can't yeah you can but it's too expensive yeah no it, no and and the cartridges are too expensive right we would uh i would tase people when i had one that wanted to get tried yeah. out and i'm like you're paying 25 bucks because <laughs> i need to buy a new i need to buy a, buy new, a new one yeah I need to buy a new new cartridge right so um, but the guns also do when you take the cartridge off. It also does the uh, electrical Electro- prong, shock. prong shock. Okay, yeah. so the prong shock um, it just gives you distance. It gives you distance, right? Uh, or the the uh, the prongs the give prong, you distance. Yeah, yeah. Distance. the ones that's close that you know connect to each other and create that little stream of electricity that you see. You're in your um, personal space. Yeah, that's yeah exactly. You're in the personal space, and so with that. Um, that's also good, but depending on on where to to put it at, yep. right? Because again, people are wearing clothes. It has to have, the current has to go through the clothes. Exactly. Okay. So if they're wearing a shirt or a sweatshirt, it has to go through that. Are if they going to get gym shirt? clothes? You might get lucky. Might Maybe. because the gym clothes are, are thin. But I do highly recommend. Just like you train with a knife or the practice knife or the stick, right? Depending on who your instructor is, depending on on how you're learning, you're hitting certain areas of the body. Well, the same thing with the little hand taser. Mm-hmm. I would go for the skin, any skin area, not clothed area. Now, meaning that I would go for the neck, I would go for the arm. If they're wearing shorts, I'd go for the leg. Mm-hmm. Um if I'm, if you know, if I have it in my hand and they they grab me or whatever, and I'm able to, 
you know, go towards the bicep or uh, underneath the chin or the neck area or behind the neck, I'm going to do it. I ain't going to lie because I'm going to put that fucker down. Exactly. Right? And remember, rem- and keep this in mind, and I'm going to say this over and over and over <laughs> again. When it comes to self-defense, either in Texas or somewhere else in the United States, your life is more important than anything else. And your loved ones, like your kids, your spouse, whoever's around you, their lives are more important than that attacker that's coming at you. Okay? They chose the road they want to go down. Exactly. All right. But here's, here's also something else to think about. You need something that, for self-defense, when it comes to between a mace and taser, I need something that's going to neutralize the threat, no matter how big they are. Okay? Now, there's a very small percentage of people that OC spray mace does not affect. Exactly. A very small amount. There's a bigger amount of people with the taser that you can buy that is not going to affect that person. No. Now, this isn't the movies where you see them get tased in the neck and then they pass out. Right. Or they get tased in the back and they pass out. No, that's not how this works. It's a temporary shock to the body to disorient them, but that could also mean this person has a high pain tolerance or it's just not going to, depending on their size, not affect them. And and you're not going to get away. All right. So if you make that connection with their skin, keep going, in my opinion. And this is something I would do. I'm a small, I'm five five foot six. Um, I am a hundred and right now, I just weighed myself. I'm really proud. 149.6 pounds. Oh, thanks for rubbing (laughs) that in. (laughs) You're welcome. <laughs> hey, this is a this is this is a big deal for me, mm. all right, to actually be this much in weight. So I am not any I'm not gonna be able to take down someone like Jerry. That's my thigh, dude. Exactly, right? <laughs> and if I have someone like Jerry's size who is attacking me, I'm gonna keep that taser there until I even if it's on their arm, until I can move it into their neck and just tase them until just keep I can holding keep it. them yeah. down until I know I can get away safely and they're not gonna get up immediately. But a quick jolt it's not gonna work. I had I, okay. I used to do this. I used to let my son do this with my friends. Go for when it. We had barbecues in Germany. Yeah. Had a taser, and I would tell I was like, and my son was like six years old at the time. Seven. Uh-huh. Like I would tell him, hey son, go go get him on his ankle, and all you would see is a quick zap to the ankle. The leg would go up. Sometimes they would go down, but they'd get right back up immediately. <laughs> or they, you know, their leg would jerk up, and they'd, they'd be standing on one leg. They're like, oh my god, nothing would happen. So. It's something that you have to keep continuous contact. Now, blinding someone is totally different with mace. Right, because if you blind them, then they don't know where they're going. They're disoriented. Their, their vision is their blurry. Their vision's blurry, and then that gives you more of a chance to break away and so, run. So, I mean, in my opinion, if you want to choose between one of the two... Go with the mace. I would go I would go with the mace and try to get the highest uh, grade and the highest per, uh, power and percentage. Um, and stick with stream, foam, or gel. Uh, I would not go with spray. So that's my that's my little bit right there. That's good. All right. So, all right, uh, and that was good info, bro. Uh, the, so the next one is called a monkey fist. Now, for those who don't know what a monkey fist is, I'm gonna show Rick that right there, that ball, right? Mm-hmm. So it, what it is, it's an old sailor's knot, and inside that sailor's knot, well, it's a ball bearing, and it has a longer longer uh, string on the end of it with a slip knot and you can me personally I made that one <coughs> I looked it up figured out how to make it I made it myself I'm gonna give you 550 cord I'm gonna have you make me one I'll make you one because <laughs> I, I think I still have some ball bearings somewhere around here 
And so what I like about it is that because I was able to make it longer or shorter depending on how I felt, mm-hmm. right? How I felt like I want to maneuver the monkey fist. Now, with it, it's like, in a way, it's like, uh, the best description I can give is like a nunchuck. You're holding one stick and then you're twirling the other one, right? Yep. Okay, so with this one, you're holding the, the rope and then the ball bearing, you're twirling. That knot, you're twirling. Now, the reason being is made out of 550 cord. And depending depending on the type of 550 cord that you use, you can collect DNA off of off of it because you got the rough cord. Like that one right there is yeah, rough. That's, well, that's that's Army. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not, that's not the Army no. standard. It's, that, that, it's actually webbed. It is. And it's rough. Yeah. Okay. So, if I mean, it can rip off skin. Um, oh, if yes. I want to, I can put a hole in the wall. Right. If I want to, I can break that window. So imagine, imagine a, a tether ball. Was it was it the tether ball that the yeah, ball the that hangs t- on yeah, the ball? Yeah. Imagine taking a tether ball and turning it into a ball bearing wrapped with cord, mm-hmm. and you're taking the rope that the tether that the ball is connected to, and just twirling it around and hitting people with it. Exactly. But smaller, smaller. A cord. smaller, a small, right? Because the ball bearing that I have in there is about a half inch, and then when you wrap the, uh, it's a half inch ball bearing, and then of course when I wrapped. Uh, uh, the sailor's knot around it, it turned into from a half inch to an inch. Oh, shoot. Right? Yeah. So, again, it's good to maneuver. It's good to carry. You can put it in, I mean... Uh, I like it because you can put it simply in your pocket. In your pocket. Your pocket. And it's, but you can leave a loop hanging out. Yeah. And then all you have to do is... Just pull it out <laughs> and wipe. Yeah. Yep. You just whip it. Yep. Um, so, that's what I like about the monkey fist. Now, what I'm going to say for the monkey fist and the next two weapons... It takes a lot of training. You have to train. I'm not going to stress this enough. Train in the weapon that you want to carry and maneuver. No matter what it is. Okay? Learn. Whether it's mace or whether it's uh, your blade, whether it's your taser. Exactly. Because you don't train, it can be used against you quickly. Exactly. Because, again, there was... Like I said, wind. Yeah, the wind or whatever it is when you're blowing that mace, right? But so the monkey fist, it's one of those weapons that you have to train in. And yes, you're going to hurt yourself when you maneuver and you're not, you don't know how to do it. You're going to end up hurting yourself. So it's good to find someone that's willing to teach you how and and is also knowledgeable about it to train and and learn from that. Right? Because if you swing and you miss that inertia comes and comes around and hits you in the head. Yeah. And you don't want that. Yeah. Like, like you like nunchucks. Yeah. Because I've seen people whip around nunchucks and they fucking (laughs) knock themselves out. (laughs) It's stupid. That would probably be me. I'm going to, I'm going to have you train me on that. (laughs) Okay. So the next one is a knife. Okay. Um, Pocket knives, you put in your, in your, of course, you put in your pocket, you get folders, you got the straight edge that you put on your belt uh, that are non-folders. Uh, they have a solid back, um, depending on the type of blade. Um, again, you, it's up to you. The, the law used to be to where it's not no longer than four inches or the length of your palm. Um, Going uh, top to bottom. Top to bottom, not fingertip 
to yeah, more like like from from if, uh, if your pinky are, to pointer finger. Yeah, as I say, if your fingers yeah. are pointed to the sky and you're looking at your palm, it's from left to right. There you go. Yeah. Um, so, but that's what the way it used to be. Now it's you can carry any length of knife. Oh yeah, I can I can carry a freaking my K bar, my, yeah. my army K bar on my side. On your side. Yep. And it's funny because I actually go to when I've gone to restaurants or I've gone to the the bar grills, mm -hmm. uh, I, I can spot more than a dozen people as soon as I walk in that have a fucking pocket knife attached to their belt. Yep. Now, uh, uh, for me, <laughs> big deal. I mean... for, for me, I mean, I look at it as, oh, okay, I have a weapon. Yeah. I don't look at it as they have a weapon. I don't look at it. I don't look at it that way. So if I'm able to see it, I know that I'm a, number one, I'm aware that they have something. And if they get in an engaged situation, they're going to go for it. Number two, If they're going to be engaged with me, I also have a weapon that it's theirs. Yes. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'll, yeah, I'm yeah, able yeah. to maneuver and depending on, you know, the size of the guy, depending on what what does he know. It all depends. But either way, I'm looking at it. I also have a weapon. Okay. And that doesn't mean that, you know, it's like if I was to use something else, like, for instance, my glass or a coffee cup or whatever it is. Pen my pen yeah. you know if i don't have none of that and i'm here smoking my cigar and you know i'm i'm gonna use a cigar yeah i ain't gonna lie i'll use a cigar you know it's actually happened with me and I, it, I, when i was very young and very stupid uh i i thought i was i thought i was hot hot shit and uh one of my buddies to get my attention and to, to stop me from being a dumbass took his cigarette and he poked me right underneath my elbow yeah right under my arm and i was like you know and it's It got my attention. Yeah. And I was like, I was very, I was very young, living in Germany and, and drunk, and, <laughs> and uh, thought, Now, you know, but that, that, but that, it works. That works. Right. And I mean, the way I would use it, and I'll go ahead and share it. I don't care. Um, I would flick it, and the reason being is because I'm doing a distraction. Exactly. In order for me to do something else. Exactly. Okay. So that's the way I would use a cigarette yep. or a cigar. Right. Yep. All right. So the next one. And again, of it's course, really with a knife. Huh? This is great information. It is, like, right? I'm really I like happy it. to hear about this because um, it's great. And again, with that knife, you have to train, 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 train. Start off with a little small wooden stick, right? Like a dowel rod. Uh, and then you move into an impact blade uh, or a rubber knife. And you learn and you maneuver. And then once you feel comfortable enough, then you go into the, the flat impact blade that has a, its weight to it, like a weighted knife. And then you would go into a, an actual blade. Mm -hmm. But... The main thing is to practice. And any weapon you choose, you practice. And then the best weapon to carry with you, uh, if you're talking about knives, is a folder. Don't carry a straight edge and you have it attached to your belt. I mean, yeah, a lot of the guys do it. That's fine. Let them do it. That's their issue. But for for some guys or for women, I would go with a folder. I, I, I would rather carry a folder than, than a straight edge. Well, and this goes into what I what I was talking about earlier when I said conceal carry and open carry. Right. Because now you're doing open carry and they see it. What's the first thing they're going to do? Grab, they stop you. They're going they to they grab onto yeah. it so that you can't grab it because they're trying to surprise you. Exactly. And then you're screwed. Then you're screwed. All right. And then last but not least, a handgun. Um, now, I'm only familiar with a little bit of them. I'm not that knowledgeable on handguns, and that's where Rick is going to come into play. But what I am going to say is that uh, you practice. 
just because you go to the range and your gun is on the table and your ammo's on the table and it's not loaded and then you work on okay i'm gonna put my clip in i'm gonna pull a magazine aim, my magazine. magazine sorry see magazine. that's why we're talking about. <laughs> i put my magazine in the gun i point at my target and i'm gonna pull my trigger at the target just because you do that doesn't mean that you know how to do quick draw and when if you carry a firearm and you you know you're gonna hey you know my attacker's coming at me i need to learn how to pull that gun off my hip or pull that gun out of my purse i need to learn how to do all this and practice in order for me to carry a, a firearm now rick talk about firearms man all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna continue on that topic because quick draw is something that uh i used to work doing uh, range safety and range instruction uh-huh um, and helping people the only people we would allow doing quick draw is when we had the police officers coming in but even then, I would have them drop the mag, clear the round, so they had an empty mag or empty weapon. Uh huh. Have them holster it, and I would watch their technique. Okay, so I you're, wouldn't you're... even allow them just to go in and then practice. I right. Would, I had to go and I had to observe them, and I would until I was comfortable. Like, all right, bless off on it. Okay, you can do quick draw. Um, just put the clip in. Put magazine or magazine. I'm gonna sorry. teach. I'm gonna teach you the proper. You're terms gonna teach me it, the proper terms. Cause, exactly. Cause a, a clip, a clip is, uh, and for those of you that are military, uh, you'll know this already. But for those of you that are not, if you've seen uh, Saving Private Ryan, when they drop the, when they're shooting their their weapons, and okay. They you hear that ting and it, yeah. that clip falls out, shoots out. Uh huh. That's a clip. Okay. The rounds are already on a, well, a clip, right. and they shove it down in there. And then they, they, they chamber. Okay. Okay. That's okay. a clip. Okay. We don't use, we use magazines. Magazines. Okay. Um, and I'm not doing that to embarrass, embarrass you or what, no, whatsoever. Bro, I mean, it's just that some I don't, people, I don't want you, I don't want people going out and saying, oh man, I, I need to buy I got, a clip. I got a, yeah. I got a, I need a 15 round clip. Yeah. No, uh, that's the wrong terminology. Yeah. And you know what? I'm glad he's correcting me because I don't know that much. I mean, yes, I, yes, I know of guns. Yeah. Do I know all the proper terms of a gun? No. Do I practice with guns? Not that much. I mean, I've gone shooting at the range. Now, do I consider myself good? Yeah, I'm all right. But if I'm going to protect myself in my home front, I'm not going to have a handgun. I'm going to carry a fucking shotgun. And I'd rather put a, a shotgun shell right through your chest than I would have a straight bullet. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over that in different types of shotguns and, and stuff. <laughs> okay. So go I'm gonna. It. We're gonna go over. Uh, Concealed carry versus open carry, uh, which are the best ones for concealed carry, uh, depending on if you like to, if you're a man or a woman that likes to carry it in their jacket pocket, if you just run into the store, or if you carry a weapon in your purse, what would be the preferred weapon to carry versus uh, a revolver that is hammerless or a semi, well, every weapon's semi-automatic, right? Uh, Versus a weapon like a Glock 19 or a Glock 43 that has a slide that you rack the round in and the the slide pushes back and ejects, right? If I have a, uh, a weapon that's inside my pockets, I'm not going to use a weapon like, like such, like that. So, um, but as you said, having, uh, having a weapon, uh, you need to train, 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 train. 
This is not something that you just go in and you buy a gun and you say, all right, I know what I'm doing just because I've gone to the range a few times. No, I need to practice in different situations. I need to practice with being able to pick up that weapon and be able to put two, three, or however many I can center mass into my target. Now, what distance are we looking at? All right, am I looking at five meters? Am I looking at close quarters? Am I looking at a farther distance because now I've got two people shooting at me and I need to take some sort of conceal and cover, cover and concealment, but I'm not prepared for this. I need to be able to suppress and move away. Tactical retreat, right? So, And there's nothing wrong with tactical retreat. No, there isn't. I, you know what? I would rather, especially if you're not an everyday shooter, you're not going to sit there and, and go out into a full-on firefight with somebody. No. This is not the whole point of this. Um... And ask questions from anybody that has weapons uh, knowledge or that has done it. Just because you were in the military doesn't mean that you know everything about weapons. I can tell you now, I dealt with weapons every single day of my military career, went shooting all the time, and there was I still didn't learn everything, all right? There, there's no shame in, in acknowledging that. So if you have someone that was in the military just because they shot every six months, doesn't mean that they know exactly what they're doing. Now, with that, uh, great concealed carry weapons would be, uh, for me, if you're going to carry it in a pocket or in uh, in your purse, man or woman, hammerless revolvers. All right, you have the Ruger LCR, uh, which is great for conceal. Uh, you have a Kimber K6, great, all right. Um, they come in different uh, calibers, 9mm, 380, 357, okay? Depending on what you can handle. Just because, uh, you know, you're a big guy, maybe you don't want to handle a 357 or a 45 uh, or a 40 cal. You want something with more magazine capacity because 9mm has more magazine capacity versus a 40, 45 caliber weapon. Now, if I was to go ahead, because, I mean, I have a 40 Beretta. I want to get a 380. Now, would a 380 be okay? Yeah, I mean, 380 is a smaller caliber. It's a smaller caliber. How many rounds am I able to carry in that? Uh, it depends on the size. You're looking at micro or you're looking at, uh, it depends on if you're looking on regular size. You could get one that has the same amount of rounds, but your 40 probably carries eight, seven to eight, nine rounds. Yeah. Okay. Plus one in right, the chamber. In the chamber. So when you hear me say plus one uh, throughout my little spiel here, that means that there's one in the chamber and the magazine is full at capacity. So if I say 10 plus one, that means there's 10 in the magazine, there's one in the chamber. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So uh, you're looking at seven, eight, nine plus one, depending. Okay. Uh, I don't know what, uh, I, I'm not, I can't recall how many the, I think it's actually 12 for the Beretta. Okay. I think it might be 12 plus one. I, I'm not 100%, so don't quote me on that. But, um, Nine millimeter, you're looking at 15 plus one. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So, and then, but Beretta also comes in extended magazines. So I can actually get a 30 round mag for a Beretta. Okay. All right. Um, now, with with that being said, you know, are you worried about when you hit your target, the size hole you're putting into their body with a 40, or do you want more rounds? Because I would, I would rather have more rounds because if if I'm not just because I've gone to the range and I've shot doesn't mean I'm an expert shooter. And you're not going to hit your target. Every and I'm not going to hit my target every fucking time. So I would rather have something that has more ammo. That way I know that I'm going to. You're, you're you're 
Yeah, at least one saying. out of at least one out of out of ten or fifteen. You know what I mean? Yeah. So me, I'm I like nine mil. I know I'm a small guy, but I like nine millimeter. Only and I t- people will always criticize me for it because they're like, well, 40, 45, I can hit my target. I'm like, yeah, I've seen you at the range. You hit your target like three times. And getting that recoil and back into your sights and getting uh, and getting back into your stance, you know, some people can do it. Yes, they can. They can get back really fast. When that recoil hits, they can get back right onto their target and with their sights. Great. But those people put thousands of dollars of rounds downrange right. each month or whatever. And they're practicing over and over, over, and, over and over. That's all they do. I mean, like I said, I'd rather just have a shotgun. Exactly. Well, and that's home defense. Now we're looking yeah. at concealed carry on the outside. Right. But so you, me... Yeah. And ammunition, especially nine mil, has evolved so much that I can do almost just as much damage with a nine mil round, depending if I get a uh, if I get one that is hollow point versus a ball round of forty forty five, right? I can do almost the same amount of damage except I have more rounds. I have no shame in saying that I would rather have more rounds. I'm not. I don't. I have no one to impress. Yeah. But I have my family to protect. Exactly. So, there's that. I'm not trying to be a bigger man or sound cool or be a bigger man uh, than some other guy. It's like, <laughs> oh, I got a 45. Yeah, well, I, you got seven rounds and I've got, well, I got a 30 round mag, of <laughs> nine millimeter. Let's see who, uh, let's see who can do cover concealment the longest. All right, and who can engage the threat while they're reloading? Exactly. Because you still, Unless you can be an expert, unless you can drop a mag and throw another one in at the speed of lightning, like I've seen some people do. Oh yeah. All right. I saw unless that you're John process. Wick or some <laughs> shit. All right, I don't want to hear it. I saw this video where this guy was tested. He uh, he was trying out a new. I can't remember what gun it was, and he was an expert shooter, and he was only given uh, uh, a magazine that only had six shots in it. Mm-hmm. And he had to reload. The dude did it in 1.5 seconds. Yeah. He shot He shot all six rounds, dropped a clip, reloaded it, shot all other six, and it was in 1.5. I wish dropped I could... The, drop the what? The magazine. Sorry. <laughs> dropped the magazine. And I would, I'm going I'm I'm to get him on this every time. I know, right? The <laughs> other ones where he had a, a three... Was it a three... 380 or 357, something like that? Revolver? Revolver, yeah. Okay. 357. Okay. Which was a six... Six, yeah, it's, right? yeah, they, okay. uh, the, uh, the cylinder has six rounds. Right. Yeah. So what he did was, that one took him, no wait, the one in the pistol was 2.5, the one in the revolver was 1.5. Jesus. Yeah, the dude was fast. I thought it would be the other way around. I thought so too, but this dude, like, he set the record. Because you got to, I mean, and exactly. speed, a speed loader. Speed loader, he, I oh mean, he wow. had he had it all set up and he was I mean, I've here, seen stuff pa, like pa, that. Pa, yeah. pa, pa, flipped it. Threw it in, closed it, and pa 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 pa. I was like, "Son of a bitch!" Was, was he hitting balloons? Yes. Or steel targets? Balloons? Balloons. I've seen, I've seen that guy. This, this is the same guy that can flip a coin and shoot and, it in the air. Shoot it, but he will hit it twice. Yeah. <laughs> they I've showed seen, it. It was on YouTube. I was like, an, "Oh, he's an old, older guy." Old man. Old yeah. Man. He's, he's, a, he's is, a real cowboy. Yeah. So I, I know who you're talking about, and I can't remember his name, but um, great, great shooter. Um, I was like, "Son of a bitch!" Yeah. It's, it's insane. Um, so handless revolvers, right? Um, now we're going to go into, uh, other handguns. So we're going to look at magazine fed outside of revolvers. So magazine fed is going to be your weapons, like your Berettas, 
your H&K BP9 or whatever other models that they have, your different Glocks where you put the magazine into the grip of the weapon at the bottom, right? And then you have to rack the slide and then it chambers around, okay? Now, I have, the ones that I'm gonna be talking about are ones that I like the most, uh, that, that I would pick for me. This right. is just personal pre preference and, and opinion on my part. No, go for it, man. So, because, I mean, if you think about it, uh, you'd want to talk about the, the one weapon that you enjoy, yep. just like I enjoy bladed weapons, Yes. Right? And then also like the, the sticks and the tactical pin or a flashlight. Yep. Those are the ones that I would actually use the most. Yep. So. So concealed carry. Um, and, and, and real quick, just a quick side note. If you like to open carry, great. I am uh, I'm, I'm pretty opposed to it simply because I don't want to be the first target down if someone comes and robs a place that I'm at. I am not going to be the first person shot. Okay? I will do my best to neutralize a threat. I'm not saying that I'm some superhero and I'm gonna be able to take down that subject, but I don't wanna be the first one hit. Because as soon as they walk in, they see a guy with a gun, who's gonna get a gun to their head and say, hey, follow me, exactly. and they're gonna disarm me. So, right. I, I, I am... Uh, Unless you were something big enough to where you cover it. But that's still concealed carry. Is it? Well, if I, if I have it on my hip, right? Right. And my shirt's tucked in, but I have a jacket on and it's covered, that's concealed carry. Okay. That's legal definition of concealed carry. But are you allowed to do that? Yes. Okay. And 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 we're gonna talk about what's happening here in Texas, September first, baby. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. I am super excited. And I'm gonna go over that as well at the end. All right, go for it. Um, so, all right. Um, I keep interrupting. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Please, because this is. I did the same thing, and I want to. I want to answer questions. Um, so, most of your Revol uh, hammerless revolvers, right, are going to be 1.88 inches uh, of barrel. Okay, that means it's meant for close range only. It's not long range. What I mean, close range is that that subject is 15, 20 feet in front of you. Okay, maybe a little bit further, but we're not talking about 40 feet, 50, because the velocity and uh, you're still going to hit your target, but. The round may slightly veer off, so if you're not a perfect shooter hitting center mass and you just aim the weapon and shoot towards their head and you're slightly off to the right, it, the round may move over to the right and miss them barely. So uh, small weapons like these are meant for close range uh, uh, precision. Um, price ranges for anywhere from 380 to 700, depending on which make and model you get. You know, uh, the Ruger LCR comes in a 22 long rifle, nine millimeter, 38 special, 357 Magnum, and 327 Federal Magnum. Now, 357 and 327 Magnum, all it means is uh, velocity feet per second. Okay. Okay. That's it's a, a higher count of grain of gunpowder inside the round. Gotcha. That's all. It, that's all that means. Um, 327 travels about 1,430 feet per second, while the 357 is 1,290 feet per second. Uh, the 327 will travel about 1.6 times as a 737. Uh, or, yeah, 737 airplane at cruising speed. Wow. Okay. Wow. So this is a difference of the weapon right, and the right, rounds that right. you look at. And I'm going to talk the same thing about AR rounds um, and the difference between, you know, 
the calibers that they right. come in. So, um, AR-15 for home, uh, home defense, shotgun, slug, and pellet load. I'm going to go in more on that when I talk about the shotguns here in a second. Home uh, home defense. Uh, would I say uh, slug and uh, pellet, which I would do a pellet and then maybe two pellets and then a slug because if I don't if I don't hit them with that spray, I can hit them with the next one or it's going to get them to run off. But that's technically their warning shot. Right. Because once I have once I have you on target and I hit you with that slug, you're done. You can bounce back from a pellet. It's just you're being peppered. Right. And you'll survive it. Right. To an ex- depending on the distance. Right. Slug, you could be 20 feet. You can be a, you could be 40 feet away. I hit you with that slug. That's it. You're done. I'm going to yeah. blow out your back or your chest. All right. Long arms. Long arms are considered rifles. Okay. All right. You have your Smith & Wesson. You have your H&K. You have your, your makers like Daniel Defense. And my personal favorite, my buddy that uh, is one of the co-owners... Here in San Antonio, Texas, Sons of Liberty Gunworks. Now, quick plug. If you don't know who they are, and especially over here in San Antonio, please go to sonsoflibertygw.com and check them out. Look at their history. I'm going to talk about how they got started a little bit at the end of this. But Sons of Liberty Gunworks. Now, pricey guns. Sons of Liberty. Pricey. But lifetime warranty. Oh, nice. On every part. So if like if someone was to the bolt goes out, yeah, you're getting a new one. Oh wow! If anything malfunctions on that weapon, you're getting a new one for free. Wow! Now they, uh, from what I understand, and I but think that, they, but they, you have to send it to them to in order for them to refurbish uh, it. Yeah, or? I think I think you have to send it to them, or you just let them know and they'll send you another one. But I think eventually you have to send the other part right. so they can see. But what if you don't know how to take apart your weapon to replace that part? Then you just send the whole thing into them and they'll take care of all of it for you and send you a brand new weapon. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. And, awesome. and as far as I know, I have to I have to go back and look, go and read on their website. I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to miss. I don't want to say anything that is wrong. So Mike, when you hear this, I apologize. I tried doing all my research quickly uh, earlier today when I when I was talking to you. Uh, so if I say anything that that is wrong, I do apologize. I'm going to try to refrain from putting up too much that I am not 100 percent about. And that's Mike from Mike Mahoski from Sons of Liberty Gunworks. Awesome. He is one of the owners. Him and Kyle. Is he? Yeah. But really, hey, he's a really good dude. Is he? Okay. Well, hey, you know what? We're going to give a little shout out. Really appreciate you. And thank you for being local here in San Antonio, man. Yeah, he. Uh, uh, I know he's provided for San Antonio PD. I do believe for Bear County as well. Uh, Aaron Lewis from Stained. If any of you are familiar with him, yep. Uh, Sons of Liberty actually did his tour bus rap. So if you ever look, if you ever go on to Aaron Lewis's page and you see his see his tour bus or anything, it actually says S O L G W, and it's a big seventeen seventy six with a skull and crossbones. Uh, on on his bus, he is a huge supporter. He gets all of his weapons from them. He's oh, here. Wow. He's here in San Antonio all the time. Um, really, uh, really awesome. From what I understand, as as a, as a human being, yeah. obviously he supports the military and law enforcement. So, anyway, um, all right. There's different calibers with your ARs. Now we all know the AK-47. We all know the AK-57. I think it's the AK-57, but the AK-47. All right. You also have with your ARs 300 blackout. And then your, uh, which is pretty common if you know your weapons. And then the very common, five five six and two two three. Now five five six and two two three are the exact same size of round, but the reason that they're different is because of the gunpowder. 
Now, when you are looking to get a long arm for your home, for home self-defense, you ask them, is this 5.56 and 2.23 compatible? Some 5.56 weapons will not shoot a 2.23, and most will. A 2.23 will never shoot a 5.56 round, as far as I've seen. Okay, so you need to make sure that when you ask them, hey, is this compatible with both rounds, 5.56 and 2.23? Because sometimes the rounds can run cheaper than the other sometimes. So I would highly suggest get a 5.56 AR so you can run 2.23s out of them. Okay, Um, and all it is is velocity and amount of gunpowder, just like I said with the uh, 327 and 357. Okay, that's all it is. How many feet per second? All right. Um, all right. Shotguns. Now, I'm sure everybody has seen uh, John Wick 1 when he's sitting on top of that SUV and he's got that shotgun and it looks like it's got double barrels on it. All right. right. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> and he's he's loading it from the from underneath and the front towards, right? He's, it's got a handle and he's just shooting into the windshield. That is a Kel-Tec. That's the, uh, that's the KSG dual tube or magazine so the tubes on it are considered a magazine and uh that's the ksg dual tube now they also have the uh the single tube ks7 bullpup they're both called the bullpup but you want the single tube or you want the dual tube um they can run pretty pricey but i've seen them especially if you're law enforcement and you can get the blue light or blue tag uh specials law enforcement and anybody that's been in military police uh, in any branch of the military, as long as you provide your uh, your paperwork, whether it's your DD-214 or any of your release paperwork, to show that you were law enforcement in the military, then you qualify for, at least here in Texas, you qualify for that law enforcement discount, as long as you were in law enforcement. Oh, wow. Or are currently. All right. Um, and most places will do strictly military. And they'll be like, oh, you're military? Okay, you qualify for the law enforcement discount right. as well. Um awesome weapon in the very beginning they weren't when they first came out it was uh, really shoddy some rounds depending on who made them whatever manufacturer of uh, the rounds came from uh-huh. they wouldn't shoot <clears throat> those rounds now they do they fixed it so they, they shoot a little bit better um, I'm sure there's somebody out there that's way a hell of a lot more knowledgeable than me because that's all they do well we need to get your friend that that uh, I can I can ask Mike. my I can I, I, I actually, get Mike to come out and do I a am, podcast I with already, us. I've already I was going to talk to you about that after the show <laughs> about getting him to come out and and talk because I do want to plug him. He's great, dude. He is awesome. And, I, I, mean, I can't talk yeah. I can't talk enough great things about him. Even though I, I I've seen him a few times here and there, you know. But when we see each other, it's you know it's like we we're best buds. Right. Um, but great company, great guys. They uh, I remember back in two thousand. 16, 17, do you remember that the Ingram Park fire and the police, uh, yeah. the, the fire, firefighter died? Yeah. They made a specialized SAFD weapon, specialized, and they auctioned it off for, I think, over 25 grand to oh, give wow. to the family of the firefighter. Wow. That died. That's awesome, so they give, man. they give back. They give back. Big time. Yep. That's awesome. Um, go. All right, guys. So... I was talking about the Ruger LCR earlier uh, with the 22 long rifle. So, if anybody knows about 22s, you know 22 is a very short round. Right. Most uh, most people start their kids off off uh, on on these, you know, very young. Um, 
the LCR, all it is, or the, uh, the long rifle, excuse me, all it is is just the casing itself is longer. The round is the same, it's just more uh, gunpowder uh, for a longer velocity, okay? Longer range. That's all it is. All right. Um, now we're going to go into shotguns. Okay. So shotguns, you have your single tube or single magazine, right? Where the rounds are stored. That's called a magazine or a tube, whichever one you want to use, um, versus dual tube. Anybody that's ever seen uh, John Wick 1, where he's standing on top of the vehicle mm -hmm. and he's shooting into the windshield of the mob boss. Right. That was a uh, Caltech KSG. I really love that shotgun, only because, yeah, it looks cool, but it's dual tube and it holds a significant number of rounds. Wow. Uh, as opposed to single tube, regular shotgun. Are you able to buy that? Yeah. Yeah, you can easily, yeah. Um, if you go to Caltech itself, you're looking at spending like a, a ridiculous amount of money. But I do know places like Nardis mm -hmm. uh, have a very good price on them uh, as well. Uh, you can, and especially if you're law enforcement, as I keep right, saying right, before. Right, right, right. So um, the, uh, you have the dual tube and you have the single tube. The KS7 Bullpup from Caltech, and then, which is a single, and the KSG uh, dual tube which is the uh, is also a bull pup as well. Uh, they range in price, like I said. It depends on where you go. That's all it is. It just depends on where you go. Uh, just go talk to your local dealers uh, about about these weapons. But train and also look. Just I'm gonna have to put this plug yes. at the end at at the end because September one is coming up soon. We're we're what a month and three weeks, two weeks. Yeah, not that far away. Not, we're a month and a week actually because next month is next or, month is the end of the month. Next end week. of the month. Yep, next week. So, all right, um, we talked about, you know, different calibers, uh, 300 blackouts. Don't ever put a 300 blackout in an AR-15 uh, that is meant for 5.56. Five, uh, I have a video that I will try to move from one of my Instagrams onto the other that you guys are following to show you why I made the dumb mistake that I did not pay attention and I put a 300 blackout in a Daniel Defense Suppressed Mark 17 and it blew up in my hand. Holy shit. Then close to my face. Um, luckily, no permanent damage. It wasn't anything uh, terrible, but it could have been. Okay. And I will try to share that video if I can, if I can get it off of my other Instagram. I just don't know where, I don't have it saved anywhere else. All right, so we were talking about, uh, and I, so guys, if I hit on something really, I'm gonna, really quick, and I, we talked about it before, I'm sorry. Uh, conceal carry SIG 365, right? Mm -hmm. I think we talked we talked about that already. Yes, but we had a mishap with our recording. All right, uh, Glock 19 compact nine millimeter, 16 plus one. There's 50, 50, literally 50 different types of Glocks. Yes, um, I know because I mean, everyone I talk to they say, "Oh, I'll get a Glock. Oh, I'll get a Glock. Oh, I'll get a Glock." And then of course, when I go find, I'm trying to find like a holster for my Beretta. I can never find one because they're all there's a shitload of them for Glocks and Sig and, and Smith and Wesson. Yeah. Yep. So you have to get one of those universal holsters, which looks really ridiculous and bulky and big. Yeah. And you have to do these. You have to add these little different things in there to fit your weapon. Um, <laughs> I, I, I learned the hard way on that as I've been learning about weapons in the past. So um, now, Sig P320. All right, this is the full-size SIG P320 that you can use for open carry, and if you can wear a jacket and conceal carry by all technicalities, then great. Um, 
It has a conversion kit, which I really like, but the conversion kit itself is like $500 on top Damn. of that very expensive gun, which is already running you another eight plus hundred dollars, right? And eight, nine hundred dollars or a thousand. Right. All right. SIG, um, SIG itself is like Sons of Liberty. They have they have uh, that warranty on them that something happens, send it back to them. Oh, wow. They'll take care of it. Lifetime warranty? Yep. Okay. So, um, the 320 close uh, with, the, with the conversion kit will give you, if you get the conversion kit, it tra uh, goes to a non-manual safety version. All right. This closely resembles the U.S. Army's M17, which is SIG as well. The, the, the Army went from Beretta to SIG in the past few years, which based on the fact that, you know, you get young kids that will break their weapon or something happens, right, they right. can send it in. They got a lifetime warranty now. <clears throat> right? Take care of it. That's take care of it. Now, if you get the, uh, if you get the compact SIG P320, all right, that allows the shooter to change the caliber of the handgun, nine millimeter to 357. So you can actually change the caliber of your weapon if you get the conversion kit for the compact. <laughs> so you can go from nine millimeter to something bigger. Wow. All right. Um, but that's only the compact version. And the conversion kit for that one is about the same, if not a little bit more, roughly. It, right, it, it right, depends right. on where you go. Um, there's a lot, everybody, you know, the prices range differently, depending on who you want to go through. Uh, and depending on where you're located at. Right. You know, California, sorry, you guys are screwed. <laughs> Chicago, you might be, but I know you guys got gun ranges out there. New York, I know you got gun ranges, especially the hidden ones. But you, it's going to be a bit pricier for you. All right. Now, what I wanted to talk about most. Go for it. September 1. September 1. Here in Texas, everybody. All my Texas folks. September 1st, House Bill 1927 allows to open or conceal carry without a CHL concealed carry license or concealed hand carry license. Right. All right. Constant. It's also called the constitutional carry law. Now, this allows any Texan, Texan resident, Texan. Only people who live in Texas. So if you haven't changed your residency yet and you haven't gotten your Texas ID, then you cannot do this. You are allowed at the legal age of 21 for handguns, because that's the legal age to buy a handgun is 21. Okay. Rifles, it's 18. Okay. So an 18-year-old can buy an AR. Oh, wow. Yep. ARs, an 18-year-old, you can buy an AR. You can buy a long you can buy a long arm. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah, it is. But makes sense. Yeah. But also here in Texas, you can open especially San Antonio, you can open carry a long arm, especially an AR, out in the open without a license. Okay. But I mean, of course a police officer or, or any type of law enforcement is gonna hey, why are you carrying this out in, in, in open? Yes. And and be prepared for that. Yeah. Uh I know a guy, he's a huge uh, supporter and speaker about all of this. Uh -huh. He actually had Almost Park and the police there, I think it was Almost Park, the police in that area uh, fined and reprimanded because they stopped him and his people while they were protesting. From and they carrying were carrying their... And they were carrying open carry. He's a former police officer. Um, I, 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 say, I, I say front acquaintance. Okay. All right, he's an acquaintance. I, I, I'd have to go and look at his channel again. Uh, I haven't seen him in years, but he uh, would get himself arrested and then he'd be released, no charges, because they were violating his 
constitutional, constitutional carry, carry as far as Texas is concerned. Wow. So, but huh. I'm not saying go out and do it. If you test it, test it at your own will. I am not supporting any of that. <laughs> I, I, I pers- as, I, as I said before, I do not believe in open carry uh, only because if you're going to carry and you're open carrying, then you better have a uniform of law enforcement or security on your body because people know that's who you that's what you are that's what you're doing right other than that you're just being you're being i don't know what i, I want to say this politely but you're being foolish yes and and just being dumb uh and you're just trying to show off i think in my opinion yeah. um i don't want to be the first one dropped if someone robs a store if i'm open carrying i'm gonna conceal carry um so ha- next one house bill 957 this is amazing, and it's a big step for us, except for the fact that federal agencies like the ATF or FBI can still get you and, uh, and file charges. Now, will it happen? Most likely not. But here in Texas, is, I think this is, it feels like one step closer to becoming our own republic and becoming our, our own country, <laughs> slightly. It is. Slightly. Uh, if you quote, think about quote, it. I'm quote, quoting, you know, I'm putting little quotation marks in there because we're not going to, it's not going to happen, but... <laughs> You can now purchase, as far as September 1, suppressors, or as some people like to call them... Silencers. Exactly. But... Wow. They have to be Texas-made. They cannot come from SIG. They can't come from any other company outside of Texas. They have to be Texas-made, bought here in Texas, and not taken outside of Texas state lines. Because then you're screwed. Yeah. Okay. So, and you have to be a Texas resident. A Texas resident. And of legal age. What? 21? Well, or m- it, older. Could be, it could be 18. Really? So I was so wait, looking you're at you it. you get a suppressor for your rifle. Exactly. Okay. You can't get a suppressor for your rifle. But, yeah. So this is going to be, I, I, from the sound of it, it's 18. Wow. And older. You do not have to go through. So when you buy a suppressor, it takes about a year before you can actually take it home. Okay. You can get a suppressor. You can do the paperwork, which... You file the paperwork. You pay the you pay the the processing fee, which is god awful, but it doesn't guarantee that you're going to get it right and you're going to get approved. But when you do get approved, they'll release a suppressor to the uh, gun range or whatever uh, uh, federal uh, federal uh, licensing partner that that you're going through, and then you can go and have visitation rights with your suppressor, which means you go to the gun range. Like when I worked at Nardis, you go to Nardis and they sign out their suppressor. Right. They go to the range, they shoot with it and they bring it back to me. And I put it back in the back until I get the paperwork that says they can take it home. Oh, and wow. And that can take up to a year, if not more. Wow. So now all you have to do is I want this suppressor made here in Texas and I want to take it home right now. Boom. I pay that 1200 or whatever, whatever price, whatever range price it, it is. And I take it home. Wow. But it doesn't mean that you're not going to be indicted or you're not going to be uh, charged by federal government if they come in and say, oh, let me knock on your door and right. see what you have. Because it could still happen. It still could. But the chances are very low. Right. So um, so those are two things that I'm really excited about. I, I cannot wait because I'm going to put I'm going to be putting <laughs> my money to the side for this one. It's going to be awesome. All right. Um, is there I know you had questions before. I mean, is there anything that... You already answered a lot of my questions. And I actually learned a lot more on firearms than 
tell you the truth more than I expected. Uh, I mean, of course, I would ask you more questions off of the podcast. Yeah. As a as a refresher, but you know, again, I've 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 always mentioned that um, I'm not a gun person, but. I mean, just to go and shoot and, and have fun, and I enjoy doing that. Yeah. Um, I'm more of, like I said, the bladed guy. I love the knives. Uh, um, but, man, you know, what? as for firearms, I would say the only question I would have is recommendation for strictly self-defense for... And, and I'm going to say this because there's a lot of shit happening here in Texas. There's a lot of shit happening here in San Antonio. Yep. Okay. There was just recently, right, yesterday, two teenagers, a male and a female, hijacked a woman that was driving. Now, was that she, the one at LA Fitness? No, I don't know. It wasn't LA Fitness. I it was, saw that one. That was down the street from my place. Was it really? There was a shooting and a killing right there at LA Fitness, Hebner and Babcock. Really? Yeah. Well, they didn't, they didn't shoot this one. They, the one that, they, that I saw was where um, these, these two teenagers, the, the boy and girl, they're walking along the side of the road while a woman slowed down to say, hey, do you guys need a ride? And instead, they hijacked her. They actually... They carjacked They carjacked her, oh right? They took her money. They took her car. And then, of course, they took off and then it led into a, a police chase because she still had her phone in her pocket. Thank God, right? And she called the cops. And then, boom, it was just a speed chase, right? right? And then they were able to catch them. But uh, I think there was more to that story. I think there was maybe a couple of you know shots or shootings around that they did. And uh, but the thing is, you know, like for her to carry inside her purse, what size of caliber? Right? Am I saying that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. What size of caliber? What size? What size of weapon? Do you want a full size? Do we want a? Do we want a micro? Do we want a compact? All right. Micro compact is going to be that 365 that I told you about. Okay. The Sig 365. That's a micro compact. As I said, 5.8 inches. This gun is literally like this big. Yeah. This, well, okay, here we go. Four because it's what four point something inches. Okay. Uh, high. So literally this big. Gotcha. Right. Now, so it would be like the size of this decal, because this is like a four by, almost a four by four. So it's a little bit bigger than the decal. Just, know, the, just a little right bit. Yeah, just a little bit bigger. So a little bit bigger than this decal. Now. Okay. okay. Now, do we want a car carry? Do we want a vehicle carry? There's a difference. I got my concealed carry on my person, but no. there's one that you can keep in your glove box where you can keep right next to you. On a magnet, and, right? On, well, a magnet or even in the seat or, you know, uh, in between the seat, you know, where that, that right, seat, right, 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 the, right. the, the center yeah. console. Yeah. Keep one right there, right? Dude, I'd, I'd put a, I, I would have a 357 uh, that would carry 410 slugs. 410 slugs is a mini shotgun shell. Oh, shit. I didn't even know that. Or to, oh, I have to. I'll have to show it, dude. It is. That's awesome. Because all you have to, the moment that they they approach me and they were showing hostility, you can shoot through the door. Shoot through the door. Boom. And I'll tell you what, that bang right there. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. I would. That's what I would use. Okay. So here's a silly question. Being carjacked, and if you do have your firearm, and you do take down your attacker, right? Does that still? Is that still considered? the what they call the castle law right no, your domicile your domicile yes it is it's like if they stormed into your home so because you right now i don't have i don't have a chl okay and i've had this happen cops pulled me over i even had it on my hip okay and this was when i was working security armed security okay 
they pulled me over. Cops had pulled me over because so I had a I had a headlight out. Okay. That was at the time, and I was waiting for my replacement. But I had to travel from here all the way to Goliad. Okay. Pulled me over. It's you know, three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Right. That's that's suspicion in itself. Yeah. I mean, you got to be careful as an officer. There's no such thing as a routine traffic stop. No. Ever in your life, as a as as a uh, as a Leo. So, I would literally have my hands hanging out the door, and I'm like, I've got a weapon on my hip. They're like, and I've had cops that are like, okay, cool, so do I. Yeah. And they're like, you know, but this is Texas. Right. But if I was going into a store and I don't have my CHL and I had my weapon on my hip, I can leave it in my car. I will cover it. Hopefully I have a lockbox. Right. Because that's the responsible thing to do. Right. All right. I'm not going to make it obvious that I have a gun there. So hopefully I have a holster that I can take off as well. So I don't right. have, people don't see a holster on me. An empty like, holster There's no gun. Oh man, it's probably in his car. Let me go break into it right. while he's in the store. So, um, but yes, Castle Law, your vehicle, your vehicle is your domicile. Just like if you were on your front lawn and they crossed onto your property line. Okay. Because remember back in, well, as far as I know, I know it changed in 2006, 2005. It used to be that they had to break the threshold of your door frame okay. into your home. And then now you it's can on legally, your lawn. Now it's your property line. Right. And your property line, for those who don't know, is okay. So you have that sidewalk. Right, and that's this is for neighborhoods. Neighborhoods, okay. Yes. So if someone's in the street, that's not your property line. Just because they're in the street in front of your house, that's not your property line. Or they're in the yard of your neighbor, that's not your property line. Now, you driveway. come driveway, that's your property line. Well, but past the sidewalk, past the sidewalk, and past that's where I was sidewalk. getting at. Yep. If they're on the sidewalk, Sorry. that's not your property line. You cannot do nothing there. As soon as they step foot onto your lawn. And you have told them numerous times to leave. It can't exactly. just be step on my lawn and boom. Right. No, you have to tell them at least a number of, of times. I think even one. Really? And if they step forward. Yeah. You know, you, I, I would have to take a look and, and refresh myself on this because I used to know it pretty well. But right. I, I, I've drawn a blank on it. Yeah, so, don't, so, so don't quote us on this. But as soon as they step on your lawn and as long as you told them num- numerous times. Mm-hmm. Then you have the right to defend yourself and fire your firearm. Now, if they have a weapon, totally different story. The moment they step on your property, boom, that's a threat. They got a weapon. They got a firearm. They stepped on your property. That's a threat. Boom, I'm going to neutralize it. So if they shoot and they're not on your property line, then that just goes to... You know, that's that's, that's tricky. I'm going to have to ask one of my... Uh, some of the guys that I that are in my group that are SAPD in Bear uh-huh. County, and, and get their get their thoughts on that because, because I mean I would I mean for me personally I would think okay shit if someone's in the street or on my sidewalk or in the sidewalk and they're shooting towards my home that that's self defense right there exactly. I'm going to shoot I, back I believe, I believe it is and I I, I I firmly believe it is but but you know there's always that there's always that gap black and white and gap yeah. of the, there's that the gray laws. area there's that gray area in the yeah. law. That where they can come back and be like, oh, well, I didn't mean to shoot. No, no, you well, no. purposely well, shot at my you door shot at my, my window. Head. Exactly. So. And I'm going to retaliate. I'm going to shoot back. Yeah, especially because I told you to leave. Exactly. And I, we, we were in communication. Right. So, yes, I think that would be, in my opinion, I think that would be self-defense. But I would have to refer to, not, actually, not even that. I will ask my uh, I will ask my mom's husband, my, my birth mom. I'll ask her husband because he's a lawyer. He's a, okay. And he was a lawyer here in San Antonio. Uh, he's now working at the DA's in uh, 
Roswell, New Mexico. Oh wow. Um, so, but he helps me out with a lot of these, uh, a lot of these questions these that questions? I have when I'm talking about certain things. Well, that's awesome. So I have, I maybe you know I can get him on the show. That would even be better I'm, too. I'm gonna see if I can get him on the show because uh, he's actually he became a minister as well. Oh yeah. So he's retired chief of police. He was a police officer. He became a chief of police. He retired, and then he became a lawyer. Uh huh. And now he's becoming a minister. He, he became a minister, so he's. Doing he's doing ministry and 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 working at church and everything. On that's Sunday. awesome. So that's he, awesome. He's you know both sides of of everything. And right. Really great guy. I mean, really, really, really great guy and very knowledgeable in his in his area and his expertise. Yeah. So I have to ask him to see if he can do a phone in. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool because we could do it can, on Skype and then we can just I can set up my 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 equipment and we can get him on. Yeah. Um, I'll actually talk to him later. But anyway, off subject. Um, but yeah, guys. Self de- self defense does not have to be, uh, or concealed carry does not just have to be on your person. Conceal, uh, you can have a weapon in your vehicle as you travel. Um, now, be aware of other state laws when you're traveling out of state. Right. Okay. Um, for those of you that are law enforcement and you have been in ten plus years, and those of you that were military law enforcement, whatever branch, ten plus years. Look into uh, getting your your federal licensing uh, to conceal carry in all fifty states, to include Washington D.C. because that's a thing. But that's if you're ex-law enforcement or law enforcement or military law enforcement, correct? Yes, at a Not, certain amount of years, but you have to be in at a certain amount of years before you can get it. So, like, I was in for ten and a half years. Okay. I can I can apply. You can and apply get, for it. I, apply, and get it. I'm, I can apply and get this. All right, um, uh, and I will have to jump on the page because I'm drawing a blank right now on what it's called, uh, and I'm sure somebody out there knows, uh, and it's on the tip of my tongue. But I'll, I'll have to jump on and uh, make a uh, and show the link for it. But if you have been in law enforcement in any branch of the military, so if you're military police in the Navy, canine uh, uh, or canine as well, uh, or the Marines or the Air Force, Army, uh, Coast Guard, Army, whatever then 10 plus years, then you can apply for this federal licensing that allows you to conceal carry in all 50 states to include DC. But that doesn't mean that you can just walk into an establishment and be like, no, I got this. Yeah. No, they have, they have to, they have to bless you off as well because it is their own private property and their establishment. Right, 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 right. right. It's not, it may be a federal license, but it doesn't mean that you have federal capabilities like a active duty, uh, FBI, NSA, or any other federal officer, Secret Service, right? You, you, you don't. You don't. Um, so I have to let them know and show them the card. They can call the number and to verify if they choose to, and it'll verify that, yes, this person does have it. All right? That's cool, man. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, but it's it, awesome. It, 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 but, again, that's ex law enforcement or current or current law enforcement or law enforcement that was in the military for x amount of years 10 plus years 10 plus years not if you're regular military you cannot get it correct exactly okay exactly just want to make sure all right um once again guys please go out check out sons of liberty gunworks all right uh i stand by these guys a hundred hundred percent uh their weapons are amazing uh their their prices are are reasonable for what you're getting especially if it's customized ars and rifles uh would they be silencers what's that silencers suppressors they don't uh, as far as i know they don't have yet okay but 
these guys, Kyle and, and, and Mike, Kyle and Mike, they started off with looking for a place that, uh, looking for bolt manufacturers for ARs and looking for a certain spec and type. And they said, well, we're not finding it. And they decided, Mike ended up selling his car at the time. This uh-huh. is many, you know, many years, years ago. ago. Sold his car for like seven grand. Kyle put in money and they had one bench to manufacture these bolts in a basement. <laughs> and now they're this huge company that it's only them. They're only in one place. It's not like, you know, a conglomerate or, or, or they're not, they're not Smith and Wesson. They're not Daniel Defense or anything like that. No, all your weapons literally come from their workers here in San Antonio and they stand by it and it's a lifetime guarantee. And if you, anything happens to it, you're squared away. Wow. So I am going to, uh, I, I love their, check out their merch. I love their merch. Uh, yeah. What I was going to say is, okay, so on your page, on your Instagram and your Facebook page, uh, go to their website. Uh, if you can take a screenshot or whatever, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to post their link and post or yeah. And I'm also post, post their, their link, link uh, and post their, uh, their like page and everything on both sites here after we get off. Um, yeah, I was going to say, send it to me so I can do the same thing. Yep, perfect. Sons of Liberty GW.com. That's S O N S O F L I B E R T Y G W.com. Go check them out and check out their, uh, their, their, their background. Uh, the main page, you scroll down and it shows the history. There's, a vid- there's two videos, one on top of the other, talks about the history and how they became. Who they are today and how they, well, how they came to such badasses yeah. that they are. Man. <laughs> uh, I hope that I can, uh, Mike, you're going to listen to this episode. I hope I can get you on here. Uh, I will contact you and see, see when we can get you. Uh, hopefully this doesn't mean that I'm forcing you to get on the show, but I'm kind of. No, but it'd be, so you know, be kind of awesome. I want to, I want to, I want to, I'm kind of using this, this plug here to kind of say that you need to come and be on the show please <laughs> <laughs> all right guys all right so again hit up rick on uh spartan canine academy look him up on on instagram and facebook again it's spartan the the letter k capital k the number nine uh academy yep. and send them messages i mean if you want to see videos and you, you want him to post more videos of of training and also it doesn't have to be about training he can also post videos of his animals or his canines doing certain things doing certain uh tasks and you know without the whole training you yeah, know like, just, right, yeah, you're, just, yeah, you're, just, like you're, you're giving a demonstration doing, just, doing, just doing simple recalls uh the right. videos i showed the videos i posted today on on the Facebook page for Spartan Canine Academy. Um, these were done a while back, and it, all it literally is is me teaching my dog uh, recall with a whistle. Okay. It's not even me saying anything. It's just... You're just whistling, and they're coming back. And the, Zoe runs back to me. This is my white German Shepherd. Um, and then there's another one that I posted with distraction where she was interacting with a stranger, literally. This was a stranger. I didn't even know this person. Right. It's a, they were in my dog park in my in my complex, and I looked at her. I was like, "All right, Zoe," and runs back, comes over, comes to me, and then we did a walk back home. There was a she she messed up because this was the very beginning of the training. Right. So you'll see where there's a a little a, a little screw up, which to me it's not because everything else went perfect. But I tell her to go home, 
but she also waits for me and then I tell her to go home again and then she goes home up the stairs and she gets in front of the door and she waits of my and she waits until I get there and I'm walking right behind her oh nice so there's a there's there's those uh, I'm gonna be doing some more training tomorrow and I'm gonna post some of those I might try to do live um, if you are looking for the gun video that I was talking about uh-huh as well as oh, there's an awesome desert eagle 50 cal where I'm getting like like a small child <laughs> desert eagle 50 cal amazing handgun that's if you want to shoot you know through your front door through your neighbor's front door through the refrigerator and to the bad guy on the other side of the wall from beyond the refrigerator this is what you want i love it oh my god i love it um desert a desert eagle 50 cal uh-huh freaking awesome I'm gonna, i'll show you the video but show me the video and go to send me the, the link too go to the underscore real rich james rick excuse me underscore real rick james on instagram as well that's my personal page i don't mind if you guys go and hit hit follow and then go through the videos and you'll find it in there so that's the underscore real rick james uh and look for the videos you'll see them there it, i look like a dork because i'm just I, i'm giddy with excitement <laughs> um, and it's uh, it, it, uh, but it's also information for you because there's other videos of me shooting other weapons gotcha Gotcha. And it's, you know what, this is good. This is a good uh, episode. I really enjoyed this one. Again, uh, small weapons, uh, like I talked about, it was the personal keychain alarm. I talked about the the, the defender ring. I talked about uh, the cat ear keychain. I talked about the kumbatan, uh, the tactical flashlight. I talked about uh, pepper spray, stun gun, uh, the monkey fist. Yep. Uh, knife and then uh, of course the firearm so what you I'm going to do put is, pictures of these and I am I'm going to put pus- pictures of them with the names and everything you're able to find a lot of this stuff on Amazon or just go to a website type in the name you know just type in monkey fist or whatever it is <laughs> uh, and then when you look online it'll pull up you know that type of weapon and just go to image or go to uh, whatever site normally the, the main the first site would be a good site to check out, but whatever it gives you, just look at it, do your homework, price it out, look at the reviews, if there's any reviews. Uh, again, you could find some of it on, on Amazon. And uh, since you have me on video real quick. Yes, actually, pull, yeah. I'm going to pull that one too. Yeah, pull that one. And then, um, yeah. Uh, this is a Karabid. I'll show it there. Yep. This is a Karabid. This is it's, a Karabid right here. It's a, so that's a fixed blade. Fixed blade, which uh, means that it does not fold. All right. And it has the, the, the okay. ring. But what you would do is you would hold it the other way. You would hold oh. it like this. Okay. See, look, okay. I, I don't know anything. So what you would do is that, and the reason being, and, and be very careful, okay? Yeah, uh, I'm not going to. No. So what, what I want you to do is, okay, so like when I'm holding it like this, Rick, uh, it's meant for if I was to punch, the curved end is a puncture, okay? Now I can also use it to slash. Okay. Okay. Now the knuckle buster, the ring, right? That's what it is. If it's I a wanna... knuckle buster. Right. So, for instance, if I'm because I'm carrying a folder, right? I'm gonna cut myself. Yeah. So if I had the folder and I'm I'm holding it like this, and I'm going in a clock motion. Now, again, I know you guys can't see see me because I'm talking on the podcast, but Rick is actually doing a video. So go to uh, on Facebook, Richard, Rick James. All right. It's a picture of me. I will put I will put a link 
Okay. I will send the link to you. Awesome. So we can post it. But this is my like page. Right. This is just for me, for my own personal entertainment. And that's and, fine. And stuff that way I can right. do stuff like this. And that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and so, because I'm going to show it here on video, what I want to do is I want to come in a clock motion, right? So like an X uh, with a knuckle buster. Uh, so he's using this, because you can't see from that far, but he's right. using this here. As Which a is knuckle a knuckle buster. buster. The knuckle yeah. buster and to be able to... To do, um, disengages well, threat by punching and hitting and then but still slicing and right okay. right but the reason why i like the folders because i'm folding in the blade and even though i'm being attacked i'm still neutralizing the threat with my knuckle buster versus the bladed area right no, no, uh, okay so then uh so when i say a clock i'm looking at one to six uh one to one to seven i'm going from eleven to five i'm gonna go from 12 to six three to nine nine to three so i'm thinking about a clock and i'm moving my arms in those direction my hand in that direction okay now that's with a uh folder if i was to extend it i could do other things with it i'm gonna show you with this one instead uh the fixed blade all right i'm gonna have to move the mic a little bit here uh but if i was to show it um what i can do do it standing up i'm coming in and then i can flare now what i did was i released it i let go of my grip but i'm still holding the ring right and then i'm bringing it back in now the purpose of a flare is that if i'm want to extend my reach and let's just say for instance i'm coming in with that knuckle buster and i'm going to flare out and i can pull back my blade is serrating right all right, Ninja Assassin. Not all, not all of us can do that. No, but it takes <laughs> it takes training, and that's why I say when it comes to uh, weapons and you're practicing and you're maneuvering, yeah. you learn how to use the weapon. Then, okay, let's get into the flare. Now, the flare is not meant to be uh, an actual uh, attack, right? It's not, and like like the name of it, a flare. Yeah. Right. You're, sh you're not that. You know, like you're not just tossing it. You know, like a pistol, right? Like uh, twirling it around. That's can not we, what can, it's meant for. When we do for. it, can we go? Woo! <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, no. <laughs> but I will. I know you would. Yeah. But I wouldn't. I mean, I I would just strike, flare it out. But I would use that flare to recoil, right? Pulling my arm back for another slice. And then bringing it back in order for me to do whatever I want to do. So um, this is something that uh, maybe or maybe not, or as we go along after we get more uh, uh, workshops coming up, because we have workshops coming up, and I will post it on this page as well with you guys. And I'll, in the comments, I will put it in the date, but we don't have a time well, and location just yet. This we're, is, we're working on everything. We're working but this, I don't think this is something that we're going to go over there, but as time goes on and people are more interested in working with you, Mm -hmm. then this is something that maybe well i'm not gonna go into the whole knife play okay uh when it comes to workshops i'll teach certain things on the workshops well, yeah that's what i mean yeah yeah and then if if i do talk about weapons i'll bring out some of them like the ones i talked about right here yeah. uh like the ones i have is a monkey fist i got oh, yeah. the the knife if you I'm want to snack I'm it too, here, I'll I'll snack. i think i might be too short for that <laughs> Wait, is that a weapon as well? What? This? The ring? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. All that's right. actually... I know there's like... No, that's... <laughs> put it over their head, bring them down and... No, that's actually a training tool for close combat. So it's a Wing Chun... Uh, oh, okay. 
uh, weapon. So, I mean, awesome. that weapon, training tool. So, you put your hands in the ring, and then you're just maneuvering it. Uh, if you're on video, that's what it is right there. That's what he's talking about. So, the, the monkey fist, and uh, I'm going to take, like I said, I already have a picture. I'm going to post this on my, on my Instagram and Facebook that we can go to it and see it. It looks just like this. Here we go. Um, it has a slip knot, and then the other end is a ball bearing. So, and, if you can see the texture of this... This is 550 cord for all my military guys, but as you can tell, it's not like the 550 cord that we have. It's, it's not, not our smooth. actual parachute cord. Yeah. This is actually it's rough. threaded. Yeah. And there's a reason for it. And he's gonna he's gonna explain. And, but and this is the reason for that. The reason why it's it's rough and it's uh, weaved like that is because it's gonna rip skin. Um, and of course, the other end has that slip knot where you can adjust it however you feel comfortable with. Um, Think about a roll of quarters. Ball it in your hand. Ball it in your hand. That makes your punch harder. That makes your punch harder, right? Exactly. So the same thing with the ball bearing. If you just hold it in your hand and you throw that punch, you got that extra weight. It's solid. And that punch is going to be even harder. Your your hand doesn't compress as much. Well, it's the same thing like if I were to, if this was folded in half. Yeah, I were folded in half. I was to punch with... Yeah, just this like that. This is my hand just like this. And but maybe this doesn't connect, but I still have... You'll connect. I mean, it will, but the rest of my knuckles won't flatten. Well, the thing is, you don't want to try and turn to where you hit with the... Well, no, the no, 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 I'm just knuckles. saying, like, yeah. just in case. Uh, right. For the untrained. The untrained, like... I mean, I've boxed okay. and stuff, but the but, untrained. Okay, I like where you're going here. If you're punching and you're saying that your fingers are going to come in, well, first of all, what do you punch with? Uh, well... You, always you punch with the first two knuckles, the, yeah, right? On the outside. Or on the, the that, top part. The inside. Right? Sorry. Right? The, okay. The inside here. So if you're punching with your hand, your fingers, you're going to break your fingers. Yes. And if you hold something to where, uh, like for instance, the ball bearing or a roll of quarters or even like the carabid knife that's folded, yeah. um, are you still going to break your fingers? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you could. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you will. Okay. All right. Okay. So you practice... And it's really important. If you're going to do any type of training, you really have to practice punching with your top top two uh, knuckles. That's why my these two knuckles. See how how far they stick out? Yeah. They're that's that's what they call a boxer fracture, right? And then they like develop callus. Yeah, they stick out. They develop the callus, and then you're able to bone. You know, it just gets stronger. Which is weird because this is my dominant side. Uh huh. This is not... Your left is not... Yeah, yeah. This is my jab. Well, yeah. I mean, this and, are, and look how big it is compared yeah. to that. Of course, now... Did you, did, you, did you break those a while back? No? Well, it's always been that big. Or did you injure them? I did recently. Okay. So, dog bite. That's why I don't have a knuckle. I don't have a knuckle here as I do. As in your here. ring finger and your pinky. Yeah. Right? My, my ring finger. So, your, my ring yeah. finger... I don't have a knuckle anymore. This one is higher than this one. This one is still there, but this is because of this and a dog oh, the went dog through bite. Yeah. and tore this one I know one the ones that are listening on podcasts you can't see, but he's showing yeah. it on his video. That he yeah, I'm showing on the video, which, uh, as I said, I'm going to put the link so that you guys can go and take a look. <laughs> this was just something I did last second, last minute. with. Yeah, it was like in the middle of the show. He only did like, it for his section. He didn't do it towards my section, but it's no, okay. I, no, no, no. It's for both of us. <laughs> So we're going to tag each other in this one. I'm going to tag both of us in this. So, all right. All right, right, guys. Uh, Again, if you have any questions, 
message Rick on Instagram and Facebook on um, Spartan K9 Academy. Again, Spartan, the letter K, the number nine, Academy. You'll see a shepherd with a Spartan helmet. Uh, go to that. Send him messages if you have any any questions. If you want him to post more videos or if you have questions on him showing you a video, send him a message. It doesn't hurt to, to send a message and say, hey, I, w- I want to know what's going on. Uh, my guys in, in uh, Chicago and Chi-Town, right? You guys sent me an email asking me these questions. You know what? You could do the same thing to Rick. Send him Please. a message. Say, hey, I don't see that many videos. I want to see more videos, right? Or, or, or I want to whatever, see something else. Whatever questions you may have, that I, exactly. I, now I will not. I, I will tell. I will say this now. I do not like doing training uh, over the phone, describing things to people uh, on how to do something because it's just not going to work that way. No, I understand um, that. And doing video training, that's why I will not do a full session of how to train a certain technique into a dog uh, or a certain task into a dog over video because people think that it's train it. And it only takes five minutes, or it takes. It a doesn't. Of days. It takes a long time. It's 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 a process, and I am not going to put all that out there because then, I, you know, well, I'm not making money for my family. Exactly, <laughs> and and, that, and that's the whole thing. You know, he's he's got a a life. He's got bills. He's got his family. He's got to support. So I mean, part of the dog, you know, the, do him doing this dog training and 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 having the Spartan Canine Academy take off the way he wants it. You know, he, he doesn't mind doing a little bit, but, you know, then you have to pay to do get the training. Yep. Plain and simple. Um, for those watching on the video, attack the attack 360. All right? Attack the attack 360. All right? It's to numbers 360. <laughs> All right, attack the attack 360. Go look for the podcast. Uh, how can they follow you? How can my people here follow you? Or All right. Where do they find you? All right, so uh, what? Through your social media and all that. Okay, so... You can go to Attack the Attack 360, the numbers 360, right? Attack the Attack 360.com, Attack the Attack 360.net, Attack the Attack 360podcast.com, and Attack the Attack 360podcast.net. Now, all that would take you to the website. The website has a little bio and a little bit of everything about the podcast. But up on top, there's a Facebook link, an Instagram link, and also um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify up on top that you can just automatically push and it will take you to the link of any of those, right? The Instagram, Facebook, uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Now, if you wanna go and if you have Apple phones, just go to your little app uh, podcast app and just type in attack the attack 360 and you can see the emblem. It has the hands uh, the, that are wrapped it says on there in red lettering, Attack the Attack 360, and it has the podcast right in the middle. If you want the, um, you can find that on Apple, you can find that on Spotify, you can find it on uh, all the podcast networks, now Podbean, the- Google. Now on Facebook, you can hit me up, that's my name. You can, uh, Jeremiah, J-E-R-E-M-I-A-H, last name is K-O-C-H. Now, Yes, I'm having to use my name because Facebook will not allow me to do attack the attack. Yep. It's very offensive. But you'll see my the the picture of there where it's, <laughs> you'll see the picture of there where it has the same uh, uh, image. Same thing on your shirt. Same thing on the shirt. Same thing on the podcast. It's all on there. And I only use the Facebook strictly for my podcasting. Nothing else. Not personal. Okay. okay. 
uh, and it's also for the followers. Instagram, um, you go to attacktheattack.360 and there you go. Right, you'll, you'll come up to my page, you'll find the same image and it's everything about the podcast, episodes, it's also uh, some videos that I'm releasing. I'm going to be putting up more videos, but I'm waiting for my private lesson to come back. Mr. David Chavez, uh, if you're listening, get your ass over here so we can do some more self-defense videos and also continue with your private lesson. Um, and then, you know, we, you know, we'll do some of that. And I'll, and uh, especially on what the topic today was, I'm going to post a pictures of all the self-defense weapons that I talked about. And you can easily, easily look them, find them online, find them on Amazon. And, you know, if you want to, you can order them. And if you feel like, no, that's not for you, then you want something else, by all means, hit me up if you have questions. And I'll be more than willing to answer whatever question you have. All right. Again, thank you for all the followers, all the listeners. Thank you for the Spartan K9 followers and listeners. Thank you to the Shy Town Questions. Thank you to the uh, Farias family for my my beautiful canines, the German Shepherds, and they just had a brand new litter, so they got some already uh, that are spoken for. Out of the nine, I, out of the nine dogs, I think two of them are spoken for. All right. So and when when uh, we find out when they send us the videos and pictures of all of that, I will be posting on Spartan Canine Academy on Facebook and on Instagram. To let everybody know, yeah, uh, and, you know. and know who's free, and, and we're working on getting a video so you can see how each one interacts, and, and uh, yeah. you can try to pick out which one. Uh, try and pick and, out and, and, and that, their 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 information so you can contact them exactly. Directly. And that's you know that's they're in the the San Antonio area, so yeah. you know they're I think they're out in Elmendorf okay. and close to uh, Floresville as well. And in if you're in the San Antonio surrounding area and you want a shepherd, you're looking for a shepherd. Hey, by all means. They'll they'll hook you up uh, with one of the the litter, and then if you want uh, after ten weeks or or ten, ten weeks and above because they have their initial shots, I can do the training. Rick can do the training. So All starting right. at ten weeks, I can start doing the training as long as they have their initial shots. Um, now I do not mind as long as I know the information. Starting without the shots. As long as I know, because I need to make sure to take proper precautions on where I train, where I go, who I have them around with, and everything. Um, I, I understand I, people, you know, money is tight sometimes. I understand all of these things. Um, hey, but me. you know what? If money is tight, then you shouldn't begin a dog. Exactly. That's that's Thank my you. input, okay? Yeah. No, if I, you, I totally agree. If you can't afford your canine to keep your canine properly healthy and, healthy and, taken, and, care and taken care of, then you have no business getting a dog, yes. all right? But if you if you are able, because like, you know, everything for me, because I got two of them and I wasn't planning on getting two dogs, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I just saw one and I wanted the one, but then when the other one showed up and the girls were playing, I was all like, oh, I can't separate the girls. So I got both of them and then and I'm like, oh, I'm buying, you know, everything was double. The shots was double. The, you know, getting them spayed, uh, I mean, that was already, that was $400 right there, just getting them spayed, you know? It's That's not, 200 it's, each. It's not, so it's it's like, not cheap. It, it, just imagine it like your kids. Exactly. Right? It's all it is. And then the food. Like I mean, shit, I was spending $100 a month, uh, $150 a month just on dog food until you told me the different brand because I was getting the Blue Buffalo, right? 20, 20, $20. So now $20. And H-E-B, actually, H-E-B has it. If you buy two bags, 
if you buy $40 worth of that brand uh-huh. or the Texas Heritage Ranch uh-huh. or the Heritage Ranch, um, so like what I did is I got two 50-pound bags, uh-huh. $20 a piece, right. came out to 38 I went and bought a little five, two and a half pound bag of dog food from Heritage Ranch uh-huh. so that it was before tax 40 bucks. I only spent 30 Wow. It's, I, I mean, mean, you know, that's, you that, that, that deal is only going on until the 27th of July. So shameless plug for, I'm gonna just going to just sh- plug H-E-B. So if you're in San Antonio or Texas and you have an H-E-B, go. Go to it. Get the cake. What what's the name of the, the dog food? So Heritage Ranch and uh, the other one, I got I to gotta take a look. I'll post a picture of it. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's really good and it's just as good as any of those, you know, 20-pound bags that cost $50, uh, those big-name brands. It's just as good, if not better. I stand by it. Uh, I will not lead anybody to get anything that is crappy or shitty. So you know what we need to talk about on one of the on one of the other episodes, not on this one, is a brief uh, a brief moment about dog food. Dog right? food, and then also how to make your own wet food. Yeah, and because that's it. what I, I just did all that. Yeah, and I actually have your I have uh, your package at my house yeah. still. So uh, when I come back, I'll I'll uh, bring it over. But oh, I, I appreciate have, that. I have a gallon uh, okay. of wet dog food. For and then, you, you know, and and that's that's the next thing I was going to do too, because I was going to wait till I'm going to go ahead and wait till after a year to where I start giving them a mixture of wet food with their dry food and just keep it like that. I, I know I can do it now, but I do it. I do it once a day. Do you? Only because I don't. Dogs get tired of their wet food or their dry food. Excuse me. Dogs get tired of their dry food really fast. Yeah. Um, I remember in two months, I went through three different types. Wow. Until I found one my dog liked. But if you make it interesting, so dry food in the morning, like I, this is what I do. Dry food in the morning, dry food at night mixed with a little bit of wet food. And I make sure that the cups are the same. Right. And it keeps it interesting. And then I don't have to sit there and change dog foods every time. Right, right, right. So. All right, right, guys. guys. All right. So (laughs) again, look up uh, uh, Spartan Canine Academy. Again, follow me on attacktheattack360.com. And be safe. God bless. Watch your 360. And train your damn dogs. (laughs) We're out.